episode of M4G Radio is sponsored by Geek Fuel, the monthly mystery box full of various items, including toys, games, and an exclusive t-shirt. Sign up today using our affiliate link at geekfuel.com slash ztgd. Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Back in the Alright, welcome to a very special episode of N4G Radio. It's it's Mother's Day, which means very few people were available for a show. Wait, wait, are you are you implying that we're not good sons to our mothers just because we made it here today? Why would I do that when I'm here? I don't know, Ken. I don't know what you're trying to imply. You know, you tell me, man. I'm, I'm not implying anything. Okay. Well, it's, okay. It's, it's not Mother's Day over here, so oh, okay. what we like. Oh, that's why. <clears throat> that's why you're here. Yes, we have it in March. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world has it today, but we have it in March because you know we're British. When's Father's Day over there? Uh, oh, next month, June. Yeah, same here. I'm sure it's the same day for Father's Day, if I remember rightly. But uh, you know, what's what's the reasoning for the Mother's Day being in March instead of May? Because they're British. <laughs> No uh, idea. Is that I, the honestly, that's the blanket I, answer. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Well, with us, we have John. Hello. And we have Jay. Bonjour now. And we gotta, we gotta send some love. Cause some there's, love. There's a reason why Gambus hasn't been on for a while. Yeah. He's, um, he's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Send he's not some, doing too well. Send him some love on the Twitters. I think he's, I think he's better. Yeah, didn't he, didn't he not feel well and then had an allergic reaction to the medication that they gave him, which made him worse? Yeah, that's, that's essentially... sad. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, we want to, we want to shoot him some love and, and not give him a hard time for not being on the show anymore. Nope. I didn't even know how bad off he was until like a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah, I saw... Um, uh, Jessica's Facebook post, and I was like, "Oh crap! This is this is pretty bad." Yeah, yeah. Like that's how I found out. I'm like, "How how is how is this? How is Facebook the way I find out these things?" <laughs> You're not a good friend, Ken. What am I supposed to do? Do I am I supposed to just text people every once in a while? Like, "Hey, you dead?" <laughs> uh, you're not far <laughs> off. You have to check in once in a while, I guess. I Yo, mean, dead yet? <laughs> hey, you dead yet? Damn, he didn't respond. What happened? Yeah. Anyway, a video. Did you do that with Justin? No, not really. You probably need to, Randy, because he never responds. Well, I talked to him last night. We we, we tr- oh, we tried. Was to- he not on then? Well, I asked him, and he's like, "I'll try." He he oh, apparently so- has a, a pulled muscle in his neck. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
So, but we were we we tried to play DC last night, and man, the Xbox servers for that game have been garbage. I I did try after the show last week. I I did try uh, to play that game, and no, they are no. they are down almost every day. Is that Xbox or is that the DC? That's servers, DC right? servers. That's oh, wow. that's them taking it down. Like, Shit. is it like? actual scheduled maintenance thing they're doing it or just just accidents and bad bugs well i think when they launched this thing like i said last week they weren't expecting very many people to hop on mm. and apparently it's been hugely popular on xbox one yeah so like they keep adding servers and it just keeps going down i'm like maybe y'all should add a lot more servers because <laughs> we're still queuing which queuing it doesn't take long. It's like 30 seconds to a minute. It's not that long. But still. But still, it's still there. Skewing. And then they are just constantly going down because too many people. I'm like, that's a sign. Get some more servers. Mm, yeah. Eventually, if you keep doing this, you're not going to need any more servers. Because people. Because they're all going to fuck off. Yeah, they're going to stop <laughs> playing, dude. So. Anyway. I like get the servers up so people will go in there and spend money on your game. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. And with that money, you can buy more servers. That's right. But anyway, yeah, we tried to play that last night, and then that failed. Um, so we played Doom. Sorry, Doom. we played Doom which, 2. Which Doom? We played Doom 2. Doom 2. Yep. Played the Doom actual Doom. Doom 2. Yes, the actual Doom 2. Uh, was that like um like an old classic game on Xbox One or something? Yeah, the the 360 versions are backwards compatible. Uh, uh, of course they are. Yes. So we played the first episode of Hell on Earth from Doom Two. That's random. What what made you guys want to play it? Because we're both really stoked for Doom on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to play some. I want to shoot some Kaku demons. I want to shoot. I want to shoot some revenants. So we popped it on Hurt Me Plenty. Start playing. Oh god! Oh, it was fun. Super fun. That double barrel shotgun in Doom Two might be the best weapon in any game ever. It's Doom, so good. Doom has always done the shotgun justice. Oh <sighs> god! So much impact. Power. Yeah. I can't wait for to for the campaign in the new Doom. Feel the power of that shotgun. Especially as visceral as the new Doom is. Well, I have. Um, um, this is no slight to Doom. I have zero interest in that game. I never um, played the previous games. I think I may have played the first one when it first came out. You know, I'm that old. I can remember that. And I think my friend had it on like a shareware thing um, on his PC because I didn't have a PC at that time. I was only like sixteen, seventeen, and um, yeah, I can. Think remember playing that, but I haven't. I haven't got the affinity of the series as you guys have, dude. I bought a PC. That was the game. Oh, that was it, wasn't it? That was the game. Like the first time I saw Doom, I'm like, I got, I got to play this. Did you uh, play Wolfenstein before? I I dabbled in it, and it wasn't mm-hmm. like it didn't hit me as hard. Right. I thought it was neat. Like I played Wolfenstein, I played Spirit Destiny. I'm like, oh, these are these are kind of neat. And then I played Doom, and I'm like, okay, I gotta have Doom. So are you? I take it you're more interested in the multiplayer than the single player. No, 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 no. That's not what we grew up playing Doom. Uh, well, yeah, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> multiplayer in Doom back then was a luxury. <laughs> well, yeah, with your dial-up. Uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah. 
that was uh that was fifty six k multiplayer was a thing, but I, man, I will tell you, my first rough? PC did not have a fifty six k modem. That's how early I had a PC. Mm. My first PC had a fourteen four. <laughs> oh, just crawling through the internet. Let me tell you how fast the internet blazed <laughs> through that pipe. <laughs> oh boy. I don't remember the first game I played online. I, I, I played LAN, mostly. Like, we would get all of our PCs together and, and blow breaker switches in the houses that we were playing in. Play, like, Quake and, and uh, StarCraft. and Oh, man. And then, and then someone will pick up the phone and be like, uh, no. <laughs> well, when you're playing on LAN, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, LAN, true. Yeah, when we, I used to play StarCraft uh, back when I used to live at home, my, <laughs> you know, you have the one phone line, and someone someone picks up the phone at the house. It's it's all over for you. That's yep. it. I made my parents get me a second phone line just because of StarCraft. Oh, you <laughs> privilege! I was I was like, I gotta have my own phone line. They're like, why? I'm like, cause I I get my own calls, and I'm on the internet playing StarCraft. <laughs> Good times though. So yeah, we played we played a little Doom, and then we played a little Overwatch. Oh, oh now that I have played. Yeah, I think we all have. I'm interested in hearing your opinion, Ken. I like the game. I do. I like the characters, but is there is there more modes? I don't know. You see, that's <laughs> the, there seems to be a lot of maps. It's like I've been playing. I've probably played maybe about ten, fifteen hours um, since the beta started with some friends and. I'm thinking, well, there's a few maps, and um, and then every so often another one will pop up. I haven't seen this one. There's a but ton just, of maps. Yeah, there's a ton of maps. But it just seems to be the defend and escort, attack and escort, and that's no. There's uh, there's three modes. There's control, which is basically king of the hill, right? And that's best two out of three. And there is the one which is the payload, which is the most common one, which supports the most maps. And there's the last one, which is the attack and defense with the two objectives. But uh, yeah, those those three modes are basically it. That's that's all you get. But the maps determine what mode that you're playing, basically. The huh. thing that I'm concerned about in that case is that those modes don't feel very different at all. No, like, I, I I got that too. Like when I was doing, I, when I was either because the only two modes that I play, I haven't even seen the third mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do the defend mode, and then I would do the escort mode, and I'm like, these kind of feel the same. Like, I'm not feeling the diversity of of the mode. Nah. They, they cater towards different archetype characters a lot, because the way the payload works is that you have to have someone near the payload at all times in order to keep it moving. So you can't you can't be uh, in, in a in a situation where you're all have like just a bunch of mobile characters because someone's got to stay put and take care of the payload. While in the other one where you're kind of attacking and defending, that kind of catered towards more assassins play, where you try to sneak up behind your opponent when they have their own defenses and just try to take them all out and just take the defense. So it, it is different, but it only really comes down to that point once you understand the roles that the characters play. So once you understand, oh, this character is great for this scenario, this character is great for this, then the moods start feeling uh, really different. But until mm-hmm. then, I think uh, I can definitely see how it might blend together. I just, yeah. I just wonder how long that would keep me in because the characters are great. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. the difference. I I played with about I don't know maybe six or seven of them so far, and I have to say my favorite so far are Farah and and Diva. 
Like those are the uh, mo- those are the most fun I've had. I did enjoy. Yeah. I can't think of his name. I did enjoy the little um, the dwarf that puts down turrets. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's quite cool for defending, as is Bastion, uh, because obviously the ability to to switch on the fly Mm -hmm. um, uh, to a turret and also heal yourself is is crucial for trying to defend. What I uh, kind of found, though, is that um, I think... I'm with you, Ken. I'm not sure how long this will keep me entertained. And there seems to be... Uh, it'll be good for those that want to invest the time in learning which characters are good against which opponents in that uh, I can obviously they all have different abilities but also different health stats mm-hmm. so that Roadhog I got I was playing as Bastion and Roadhog uh, used his get over here move and a <laughs> shotgun and one shotted me to death so if you are that character knowing which characters have the low health enough for you to do that and which ones you want to avoid it's probably a, a really in depth but i don't know if i'm gonna have time to invest in that kind of commitment yeah it's it's it seems like the game is super focused on the characters not the modes mm-hmm. and it, it feels which is, it's fine. It, no that's cool that's that's mm. i mean that's a cool thing and and i think it's i think it's really fun to play i i'm just like you john i don't know if that's going to I don't know if it's going to hook me. Well, it comes down to when it'll st- stop being fun, right? But I think, as you said, uh, Blizzard themselves have put out the the idea for this particular series as the the characters are first. They they built the world around these characters. The you know the stages stages aren't kind of built from the bottom up uh, for the sake of the stages themselves. They always think about like, oh, what can these characters do in these arenas, and they built the arenas around them. So once you start figuring out, like, oh, I really like this character and that character, but I'm in a position where I basically like every character except for one. So that's a roster of 20 characters that I want to get good with using in different scenarios, which I switch back and forth within the single match. And I don't, I don't just use one character from the beginning till the end of one match. So I just keep going back and forth. And it just it never gets boring because there's so much variety in what I'm doing. Not only in the roles, but also in the, the characters that I'm playing with their abilities. And the, the, the skill ceiling is so high, especially with some of the higher level characters like Genji and um, like uh, D.Va and stuff like that can be really high level too. Mm. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely fun. I just I just wonder how long I would play it. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I've, I've had the, fun with it, that's for sure. It's very pretty as well and plays... Yeah incredibly well i mean we've i think there's been maybe three or four occasions where you'd come out of a match it would drop you into another match uh, and i was with a group at the time and it would say waiting for players and you'd be running around the map it hadn't triggered any kind of uh, mode and you enemies would spawn but there was no objective and then it would kick you back out to the menu screen but bearing in mind as i've played this maybe 10 or so hours Three times ain't bad. I'll tell you one thing that that disappoints me, and if mm-hmm. this is in the final version, I, you know, I told you like I prefer to play like with bots and friends, right? And if you play the bot only match, you get XP, you get loot boxes. If you play a custom match with friends and bots, you do not. Maybe that's to stop like yeah, there's too much and stuff like that. Yeah, but I can go yeah. abuse it in easy bot matches. Well, you get, you're proportionally low 
uh, low amount of uh, experience based on the difficulty too. Yeah, but give me that in custom matches. Oh, uh, but do you do you really feel yourself playing like exclusively custom matches? Because pretty much, because I don't really? like I don't. That's not why I don't play those. We talked about this with gears. Right. Like I, I'm not going to play this enough to be good enough to hop online and play with other people constantly. Mm-hmm. So I would still like to progress my game. I'm not doing it to, and and there's nothing you get that makes you better. So why does it matter? You get emotes, you get skins. Yeah, true. You're not getting like new weapons. So why do they care where I earn my XP? Well, let's figure out this way, right? You're right in that sense that, yeah, it certainly doesn't matter what you earn outside of the whole cosmetic sense and the progression side of it. But let's say, for example, that you can abuse the custom system and that becomes the fastest way to earn XP per hour. That, that kind of marginalizes people that are doing it the other way. They're like, well, why, why am I getting so little experience from doing it this way? Well, you could just kind of farm uh, the thing because people are kind of they have that they have that niche where they just are very big on collecting stuff like collectionists and stuff like that. So to cater towards the idea that yeah, we want to be fair to people that are earning it uh, through the regular bots and regular play modes. Then if you make it so that it's too easy to get the experience, it makes the experience seem worthless, which makes the progression system seem worthless in turn. So I can see do- I can see both sides of the problem. Um, perhaps they should give you like very 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 little, but at that point, what's the point of even getting any? I guess. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't understand why they why they would stop you from getting XP in a custom match when when none of it is game changing. I just like who cares? Like who's okay. who who is going to be that guy that gets online and plays you know like you do that plays like hundreds of hours against real people, and then I hop in to a match and I have a skin. I, I mean, are, are you really going to be pissed off because I have a skin? No, it's, it's uh, like I said, it's not a matter of whether what someone else has or someone else, but what it took to get there, kind of thing. Yeah, but you know let's I mean? let's say I still I still played as many matches against bots as you did against real people. I mean, mm-hmm. why does that matter? I, I, I guess I don't understand that mentality of like, oh, well, I played it the right way and you played it the wrong way. You shouldn't have the stuff I have. And I'm like, I, it's just always a sense of why don't you want more people to play your game? Not don't you want the, the specific group of people to feel better about playing your game? What can you do in custom games that you can't do with the bot matches, though? You can play with your friends. You, you can get, play with your friends with the play versus bots, too. No. The the AI match is just you against AI. As soon as you hit go, it just jumps you into a match and lets you pick a character. No, no. Ken, there's another mode called... And when you go to the actual mode, there's play against bots, and you can queue up with your friends. I was doing that with Drew. I was doing that with, like, three other people in a party. You don't you don't need to be grouped with the... I mean, you don't need to do, only do the single-player thing. You, there's a mode specifically catered towards that where you play with your friends against bots along with other randoms that you don't have the spots for. So, yeah, just do that. That's You don't need the custom games for that. I, I guess I don't understand because there's, there's custom games, uh-huh. there's versus AI, Yeah, and that's where you can earn XP. Did you did you party up and then go into play against, play against AI? No, we partied up and then went into a custom game. No, go into a party and go into play against the AI. That'll that'll go into uh, that'll set you up with other players 
uh, that are also trying to play against bots. It's the same exact way that Heroes works. Remember how we, me, you, and Ken, we, we would go into game, and we would choose the difficulty of the bots, and then it would queue us up with other players on our side of the team that are also human against bots. And it would work exactly the same way. So you don't need custom games at all. So this complaint seems a little... Neat. Well, I'm still playing with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I've done this. Drew can attest to it, like everyone else. Because I, I like to ease people into playing the game, right? So I, what I do is that the first couple of games, I want to get them into bots games so they can get used to how the, how the game mechanics work. So that's what I've been doing. And uh, yeah, you can do that, man. You don't need custom games at all. Don't, I don't, don't like playing that. with other people. <laughs> you just to- you're just flip flopping all over the place, then. No, no, no. I I specifically said I don't like playing with other people. I like playing with my friends, and that's it. So do you just you just don't want like the other spots taken up with people? No, just put bots in there. I like bot matches. Okay, I'm not an online gamer. Have been for years. You're not you're not playing against people. You're playing with people that also you're also playing with your friends as well. Yeah, I've seen how the division worked out for that. <laughs> let me, let uh, me stand. The the, right. Let me stand at the beginning of the mission and get all the XP while you guys do all the work. Uh, are you complaining about that in the bots match? I, I guess that that could be a trouble. That could be a problem. But uh, people get kicked off for inactivity real quick. In uh, in uh, I don't know. I don't. I I just I feel like it's a weird thing to gate XP for earning stuff that doesn't matter. But like I said, like yeah, I, I get what you're what, what you're saying. Um, they should give you XP for custom games too. But um, I think your problem can be alleviated just by playing against bots with your friends. That's that's what we're trying to do anyway. Well, but, uh, yeah, give give it a try. It, it'll work. I don't know. I'll, I'll mess around with it. Yeah. Beta's only good till tomorrow. Uh, till the tenth, they extended it one day. Oh well, then yep. I get another day. Yeah. Yep. Well, since I finished another game, then I don't have to worry about it. Yep. I guess I can just go ahead and finish. Um, I played through Uncharted. Yeah, I can talk about it, right? I can talk about Uncharted. The reviews went live on, was it Thursday? The awesomely, massively (laughs) praising reviews that seem to be flooded everywhere. Well, I mean, let's let's go back and think about it. Has there ever been an Uncharted game that came out that didn't come with a host of, like, Oh my god, best game ever reviews. So, like, if you haven't played it, it's easy to kind of see that... It's it's kind of the chicken little thing. Like, you expected it to get tens, right? You kind of did. Yeah, well, I expected to score highly, but yeah. you know, there was a bit of controversy at the beginning of the, the slow uh, start of this game development, you know. Like, it could have all gone wrong. <laughs> hey, it could have been three, which still ran out the gate with tens. Mm. Uh, three ended up with um, pretty decent scores. I mean, it got the... Well, I don't know. Which got lower scores overall? Uncharted 1 or 3? 3, probably, It had right? to be 3, because when 1 came out, it was, like, revolutionary. And then we yeah. all know 2 was fucking fantastic. And well, then of course. 3 was yeah, kind of... Eh. Wow. I'm uh, actually looking I... at Metacritic right now, and 3 got 92, 1 got 88. <sighs> yeah, so that's pretty surprising to me. That is surprising, because 1 was like... We'd never seen anything like it. Like, it was just... It was beautiful, visually. I think, me- I think mechanically, uh, three was a lot sounder than one. But yes, one was that. My God, look at this! Um, 
this amazing new Tomb Raider game, and uh, and as the game as the game goes, it's it's pretty darn good. But I th- I think three is a better game. See, three to me is a better game now. Mm-hmm. After they fixed that shooting, because the shooting in three when it launched was fucking terrible. Admittedly, I, I my memory is of the uh, remastering because I obviously played through one, two, and three back to back very recently, and it's three certainly stands up. It's no two, but it's it's the set pieces are you know especially like the boat and the um uh the airplane set pieces were just. Yes. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Yeah, it, um, I will tell you. After you play four, you're gonna think one, two, and three look like garbage. <laughs> are, we talk, are, we, are we talking visually? Or yes. I can't even begin to tell you how screenshots and videos of that game on the internet do nothing for that game. Uh, Holy shit! Uh, I'm more interested in how the well the game runs. Does it does it have a nice clippy uh, flame rate? Yeah, steady? it's uh, steady about thirty. Um, the only time I managed to gunk it up was when I was in huge firefights and running straight at the enemy. Right. Like if you stay in cover and just fight, it it stays pretty steady. So okay. uh, and it runs at thirty in single player. Uh, which will be jarring if you can tell the difference between sixty and thirty. Uh, if I, it, can't, I mean, if it's, so I'm lucky. If it's a big deal to you, because especially if you just played the the Nathan Drake collection, because that thing runs at sixty, right? And Uncharted Four runs at thirty. I'm impressed it runs at thirty and keeps that frame rate as good as it looks. <laughs> it is, oh my god! It is just. Now I will be honest. I think the set pieces in three are better. Okay. Like it's just it's hard not to appreciate like John said, the boat, the plane. Oh. You know, that stuff is just uh, three was also the one where you were like drowning um in the boat, right? Yeah, it was sinking. And yeah. then you had all the water and oh so, oh so good. Yeah. So good. Now there are great set pieces in four. I'm not gonna say that they're not. Um I'm I'm trying to skirt around like some we are in such a Angry spoiler society. Oh, don't! Like, uh, no, 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 no. Just relax. I'm yeah. just saying, like things like if I mention like a, an area, people will say I spoiled something, and I'm just like, oh my god! It's and that makes it very hard to talk about a game. Yeah, I'll just I know, be big about it. If you're like in like the desert or something, you know, you just say the desert. You don't say the exact place it is. You know? <laughs> well, I, I, it's, I guess it's easy to talk about the things you have seen. Okay. Like the stuff they've shown. Um, for example, like the Jeep stuff. Like, that is really cool. Yeah. It, it gives the game this sense of... And it's only in specific levels, you know. Uh, it gives this game the game this kind of sense of, like, openness. But it's totally not. Like, there's totally a path that you, that you should go down. Um, but it just feels good to be able to kind of drive anywhere and do anything. Um... I do think the game has some pacing issues, especially early on. Um, there are parts of it that drag really hard. Mm. I feel like they could have been edited a little bit better. Okay. Um, they finally fixed the shooting. <laughs> like, the shooting feels like a good shooter now, which has always been one of Naughty Dog's kind of you know, holdbacks. Mm. But it, it did improve in The Last of Us, and obviously they've learned lessons from that. 
Yeah, like, they've made it... Uh, you can play this game several different ways. So, if you're one of those people that likes the, the difficulty, um, which has never made sense to me, because I'm like, I don't play Uncharted for the combat. Right. <laughs> so, that's never really been my thing. Um, but they've, they've added, like, a lock-on for the shooting. So if you just want to pull the trigger and it automatically locks onto an enemy, and it stay, you can keep it so that it stays locked onto the enemy. That's entirely up to you. Um, there's also a reason for picking up collectibles now. You pick okay. Up, you pick up the collectibles, and there's a ton of them. You pick up the collectibles, and they give you what are called points. And then, depending on how many collectibles you get, you use those points to unlock uh, skins, guns, um... What else is in there? Like uh, concept art, character models. It's all the extra stuff. You use the points to unlock that stuff. And I believe it's used for multiplayer. um, But I tried to log on to the multiplayer servers a couple times after I beat it. And I just kept getting an error. So they're not on yet? They have to be on because there's a million reviews out there, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, apparently not. Um, I do believe they were running sessions during the review period, but I, oh. wanted, I wanted to finish the campaign first. Um, so I will probably hold my review until Wednesday or Thursday when I can actually get on and try out the multiplayer. Mm, that's fair enough. Because, I mean, I don't consider it a huge piece of the Uncharted package, but... It's not what you come to the party for, it's what makes you stay, isn't it, essentially? No, but they did seem to put a lot of work into this, so I, I do want to at least jump in there and play it. Um, but no, it was... Uh, it's probably my favorite game right now. I need Ooh. to let it... I mean, in the Uncharted series. <laughs> oh, okay. Calm down. Calm no, down. no, I, no, say, I, I'm not, whoa, whoa. no. I no, understand no, no. what you said, yeah. I, I wasn't thinking that you thought it was the best game ever. So. <laughs> but I, I, need to, I need to let it simmer. You know, because usually when you come out of a really good game, it's the best. Until you kind mm-hmm. of, you know, reflect on it and, and let it settle in. Um, I don't see it being hard, being better than 3 and 1, but being better than 2, I might need to think about that a little bit. Wow. I, I, don't, I don't know that that... It's really good. Like I'm pleased. I'm pleased. That, yeah. I mean, I would, you know, I know we joke sometimes, I, but I know you can sometimes be quite critical, especially of things that most people would um, lord over. So the fact that you've actually... you're liking this game is pleasing. Yeah, I was, um, I had, like I said, I had issues with the pacing in the beginning. It, it just feels like there's a lot of extra baggage at the start. Uh, and then around, you know, chapter 8, 9, it kind of just picks up and doesn't let go. Um, and mm. from then on, there's only one chapter that's kind of like, oh, wow, this, this one just seems to be going on a little too long. Um, but no, it's it's all good. It all wraps up. It all does what it needs to do. It's got solid mm. character development. It's got a cool story. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I, I don't even Good. know. Like, I haven't watched any of the trailers, so I don't know what they've said about the story. Like, what what it's even about. I don't know if they have. Right. But No, it, I mean, other than his his brother, um, it they highlight the fact that it's uh, to do with pirate gold and his brother is involved. That's okay, so, so they have mentioned the pirate stuff. Uh, yeah, Henry is. It's in part of the trailer. Henry something. Henry Avery, or whatever. Trust me, I've yeah. heard. I've heard him and his brother say Henry Avery enough that I know who the hell the pirate is. 
<laughs> but the only reason I say that is because it made me feel like I was... And Uncharted's always been kind of a movie with action sequences game kind of thing. It made me feel kind of Goonie-ish. Oh, wow. Especially the final level, and that's all I'll say. Wow, okay. Um, my question is, like, feel free to have a no comment if you wish, but uh, do you think <laughs> they're going to make an Uncharted 5 from where they left from 4? I think they're done, okay. um, and that's not necessarily because of how 4 ends. They have said they've done, though, haven't they? Yeah, they I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Naughty Dog has confirmed that this is the last one, and, and, and if it is, mm-hmm. it's the perfect swan song. Great, it's, I'd love to hear yeah. that. Yeah. I think I think that, um, however much I love that uh, that series, um, and it, it is probably one of my favourite franchises um, ever. The, that that team is way too talented to churn out sequels. They need to be starting something else, something new, and that would be awesome to see what they come up with next. Well, they did, and then they got roped back into doing another Uncharted. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like like when I first heard they were making a new Uncharted, I was kind of angry. I'm like, Sony is lacking that big budget third, you know, first party game, right. and they're forcing Naughty Dog to go back and make another Uncharted, which I thought was really kind of crappy. And then we hear a bunch of you know Naughty Dog Elite are leaving, which mm. kind of you know fueled that that thought. It make it it seemed worrying when you see like the creative director and writer leave and then along with them like wasn't another writer or something left and then an actor it yep. seemed a little weird yeah there was a lot of bad things happening around that and it made me really nervous about this game but it turned out really well okay and i do hope they get to go on to do something else yeah that's how i feel about the series as well and uh, the developer in general because we've seen like Naughty Dog, maybe people thought like, oh, you know, oh, those guys just kind of had a, you know, lightning in a bottle with the Uncharted series. And that's all they can do. Oh, and no. then they made <laughs> Last of Us, right? And they're like, holy crap, these guys are beyond the real deal. And when they keep getting roped back into doing something they don't really want to do, they don't have the inspiration for, then that's when you get like substandard work. I mean, it'll still be solid and good. Yeah. It'll review well because it's got the, you know, kind of like the prestige behind it and everything. But it's not going to be that exceptional uh, thing that they want to make. And I'm really excited to see what Naughty, Naughty Dog wants to do next. Maybe, you know, maybe they go back to the roots, make a platformer, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, but uh, we'll see. I, 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 I Last of Us 2. I do not comment on rumors <laughs> or speculation. Of course. Of but course. you need to play Uncharted. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let, me, let, me just, let me just say that. Mm-hmm. And then after Tuesday, we can all talk. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, John already knows he had some stuff spoiled for him, but... Uh, yeah, I'm pissed about that. Yeah. Because, um, although it's not a spoiler, it's an Easter egg, and that, to me, is... That's so much... That It would have been so cool for me to find that out on my own, but fucking internet. Uh, you know, it, go, you know you've, you've had it spoiled. I only had one thing, and that was a picture. Like, I didn't know that there was also that. So when, uh, so when that happened in the game, I was like, holy shit, no way. Yeah. <laughs> well, lucky yay. So that was cool. Um, I also, I, I'm I'm not the one to talk because Drew reviewed Battleborn. I'm right. just going to make sure I get the name oh, right. I played that. 
I, I, I have it on Xbox, and I played the same mission I did in the beta, so I have nothing new to say about that game. No, I have I um, I have played that. I've played one more mission than I played in the beta, and it's it's okay. Um, that's its problem. That's all it is. It's okay. Um, the one thing uh, about Battleborn is like not every character is good for playing by yourself. Mm, yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, there's like healers and stuff. Well, right? there's healers, but there's also melee characters, and melee right. characters are not built for the single player. No, they are not. Um, you cannot, you can't complete a level effectively as um, as a melee character. But it's, uh, it. Some people say the humor's a bit too over the top, and it. I kind of they do try like seem to try really hard to to hit the same kind of notes that that, that Borderlands did. But I found Borderlands uh, humor to be just. Maybe a, a touch too much, but nothing too bad. Uh, they have gone slightly above and beyond that with this, and it doesn't always work. It does sometimes does work. Don't get me wrong, but um, some of the characters are just trying too hard. And I don't know. It's the, the shooting feels okay. It's very much a kind of horde mode single player um, kind of thing where you've essentially, you there's a problem that needs to be solved, solved while they're trying to sort out this dying star thing. Yeah. You, you're sent to a planet and you go in and it's been attacked by the bad guys and you have to protect an area and then run to another area and then defeat a boss and then maybe protect an area again. So it, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's kind of very rinse and repeat. Um, it looks pretty, uh, the characters are, for the majority, colourful. Uh, they are not unlike um, uh, unlike Overwatch. They're not all locked, uh, unlocked from the start. Yeah, you have to like earn them. There's, 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 there's maybe, I think five playable uh, from the start, and um, yeah, it's. It's an okay game, but when you are releasing your okay game a few weeks before, or a week before um, Uncharted, a couple of weeks before Overwatch, which has been getting the better buzz of the two, I, I'm not sure how well this will sell. I still can't get over people comparing those two games. They're yeah, they're so different. They're, they're, they're very like... different. Yeah, they're very different. It's just, it's just so weird. like we've never. I don't remember a time when this has ever happened. When like there were two games. That were very different. That were being compared. It's like comparing Uncharted to Doom, man. Like they both well, have it, they both have guns in them, but come on. Well, one's in, a third in, person, and the other's first. Person. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's they've kind of gotten out sim- at a similar time. They both have a similar colorful art style. They both are first person shooters that both focus on um, better playing together with other people. So, although the actual gameplay itself differs uh, quite a bit between the two. From the glancing eye, you could see how people will think, okay, they look they look about the same. Um, and it also came along with um, things like all these other what are they, MOBA-like shooters. Now, neither of them are MOBAs. I mean, that's, that's well, well, um, Paragon. No, Battle, Battleborn has a MOBA. MOBA yeah, so. that's the thing. It's yeah, like, but, everybody's, everybody's kind of judging Battleborn on its campaign. When that's not even the first option on the menu. <laughs> no, no, I haven't touched the on, I haven't touched the online stuff. But and that's I the mean, game. Like that's, that's the real. The, 
That no, that's, that's the real game. That's what they want you to play. That's the There's that's something. the one. The campaign was tacked on as like yes. an extended tutorial. Yeah, because people don't want a game that's just online any, uh, anymore. Apparently, um, but they they are wildly different games. But at a glance, you can see how people get them confused, or at least see how they might be similar. But out of the two, uh, I've had more fun with Overwatch. Um, but I haven't had a chance to play with other people on Battleborn because not that many people on my friends list has got it. None of the, my close video game, you know, people I'm playing Division and Overwatch with, none of them have got it. And it's unlikely that I'll get to play that game how it's intended as co-op. Um, so it could be a lot more fun when you've got maybe three or four people on your team. I don't know. I'm sure it does, but nobody's buying that game. No, I, I don't think that's going to be a huge seller, and I think it's probably good that Gearbox have already announced that they're currently in pre-production for Borderlands 3, because that's what people will be screaming for. Yeah, when I loaded up Battleborn, it was actually yesterday I loaded up for the first time, the first thing I saw after pressing X was, buy the season pass! Yeah, and yeah, I immediately make... turned off from the game. A lot of them are starting to do that. Some ghost ones are starting to do that, aren't they? Where you've got the season pass plastered on the the main screen. Uh, I think just sold this sixty dollar game, and they want more money immediately. That's the first thing mm-hmm. they want. Like, yeah. let me let me play the game for. Let me see if I like it. <laughs> no, <laughs> give me give me your money. Buttons. Yeah, go yeah, money. All I know is that Overwatch is going to ha- release every single character that they're going to produce from now on, every single map for free. Yeah, and they've, the they've, that's it. There's no season pass for that game. You're done. No, no, and they, they've. I think that's. Although you're still going to have companies that are going to hold on to the the season pass model, um, we are starting to see a lot more developers like uh, with games like Overwatch and with Uncharted Four because that got announced this week. Where all your maps are free, all your you know your bits and pieces. If you, we're going to make money from you from the, the skins and stuff that you buy from us, but yeah. we want you playing with your friends and not being restricted by them having a season pass and you not. Um, it's a nice trend that more and more games are doing. I mean, Halo did it, as I say. Like, um, I was going to say, let's be fair, Halo started that. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, here's it's all your trend. maps for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good trend. And uh, hopefully, over the coming years, we'll see more developers take that route. Because if... It's a bit like the uh, the iPhone model of games or the you know the mobile model is if I get a game for free and I'm really enjoying that game, I'm feel obliged to maybe give them a bit of my, a bit of my money via a microtransaction. Now I know with a game uh, like this is slightly different because you've got that initial layout. If you've played through the single player, say I'm playing Uncharted and I think that's amazing, I've had all, the time of my life playing this game. I'm going to get into multiplayer. And I also have a lot of fun with that. I'm more willing to maybe think, well, you know what? I've I've had two games worth out of here, but I've only played them once. Let me give them five quid, and I'll get myself a skin or, or something like that, or I'll get myself some coins to buy some special um, moves or whatever. There's a lot of money to be made in that. There is a good model, but you'll still always get the Activisions that'll keep making money via season passes. But hopefully, we'll start seeing other developers well, take the other route. Blizzard is still Activision Blizzard, right? Yeah, but Blizzard make their own decisions. Exactly. Activision yeah. then get involved with that. Mm-hmm. Activision, on one hand, uh, you know, Call of Duty, I don't think you'll ever see that model. Not until it starts 
selling incredibly poor numbers, you're always going to have that season pass. But as we have plainly um, seen over the past few years with the the releases that Blizzard have put out, you know, the continued support of Diablo 3, um, you know, Overwatch, quality there and what they've, they've on, you know, promised that the players that they're going to do, Activision clearly have no say in that. They keep well away because they're the golden goose. They're the golden goose because no matter what Call of Duty sells, World of Warcraft is their breadwinner. That's the Um, one that keep that keeps them that keeps food on their table for Activision, and you don't want to mess with that kind of that kind of power. Uh, Ken, are we going to talk about news with the whole new Call of Duty trailer and all that jazz too? Yeah, Call of Duty, Battlefield, all that fun stuff. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, I think the last thing that I spent any ample time with was Alien Nation. Oh, and is that any good? And I I know both of you have said I'll wait for PlayStation Plus, but John, you bought Battleborn. You Uh, should buy Alien Nation. (laughs) You should buy Alien Nation. When when you when you bring up points like that, I find it really hard not to argue with you. You bought Battleborn. (laughs) Buy (laughs) Alien Nation. You should have bought Alien Nation. No, you know what? There's a couple of um, developers that I give passes on, and Housemark is one of them. Although I didn't like Dead Nation, no. I, I've got so much fun out of their previous stuff, like um, Resogun and uh, more, uh, more importantly, Super Stardust. That I will quite, quite happily plump down the fifteen quid for that game. Yeah, uh, Alien Nation is essentially a stripped down Diablo um, in a sci-fi universe. Um, one of the things I really like about it is everything is customizable. So you have a skill tree, and it's like any other skill tree. You've got three different classes in the game. Uh, you've got a healer, you've got a tank, and you've got kind of like a rogue. Uh, so he's faster um, kind of thing. Every skill tree allows you to upgrade, and you can change that skill tree in between every mission. So you are never mm-hmm. locked to a specific way to play. So, for example, I'm playing as the healer, which is the bio-specialist, I think is what it's called. Um... You can unlock a healing ability, uh, and there's also an ability where you throw like these wraiths at the enemy, which are badass. Um, early on, you can only unlock one of them, but if you go back into the level, you can flip-flop around your skill tree and then try the healing out. Um, hmm. Another cool thing is it's got colored loot. Um, there's no gear, per se. There's not like chest armor, leg armor, stuff like that, but there's guns, there's equipment... Uh, I'm trying to think of the third one, but I can't remember. Um, and it all has colored, you know, stats and rarity and stuff like that. You can re-roll the stats on anything you pick up on the fly. So say you pick up a blue gun, you can immediately re-roll the stats if you don't like them. Oh, wow. Does that take, like, material to do? I don't believe so. I think it takes a couple credits. Okay. To just re-roll the stats Mm. on the gun. That reminds me of Diablo there. Yeah. Yeah. So except easier. Yeah. It's yeah, on the yeah, fly. yeah. Yeah. You just do it right there. You pick up the gun, and then there's like press triangle to re-roll the stats on this gun. Oh, that's quite. Sounds quite cool. Um, it's it's broken up into levels. So you go into the level, you drop down into the mission. Uh, depending on the difficulty of the mission, you get a percentage of better drops. So let's say you play on easy, you have zero percent chance of getting a rare loot. Uh, if you bump it up to normal, then you get like a plus 11% to get a rare drop. 
bump it up to hard, and it's up to like 25% to get a rare drop. Um, There's also a system in the game kind of akin to Shovel Knight, where if you destroy the checkpoints, if you destroy, I believe, three of them during a mission, it actually gives you a a rare loot drop at the end of the mission. So it's kind of like a (laughs) risk-reward kind of thing. Um, It's a top-down shooter. Twin stick, you aim with the right stick, you pull the R2 button to fire. Uh, All characters have a melee option. They all have grenades that they can throw. Um, Particle effects are stellar. Like, when you blow something up and you see the smoke pillow out of, out of like, a building, it just, it looks really cool. Um, and it's just fun. Like, there's just mowing down thousands of, like, alien creatures. It's, mm-hmm. it's just fun. Uh, it is, I believe, up to three or four players online. Um, sadly, there... Does it have co-op, uh, couch co-op as well, local? No. Oh, <laughs> that is the one downside of this game. Do you have a fucking parakeet going on back there? That's my Daegu game. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, that's the Shut only... Shut up, you little gits. <laughs> that's the only downside of this game is it does not have local co-op, sadly. That, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, any chance that they could patch it in? Yeah. I don't see why they couldn't. Um... But unfortunately, nobody is buying or playing this game. Oh, really? No, it's... Oh, I might wait for PlayStation Plus then, because that might end up on there sooner than I think. The, it, has a, it has a world ranking system, kind of like, uh, you remember Helldivers had it? Where, like, it shows you how many bugs you've crushed uh, yeah. by region. This one has the same kind of thing. It's like, who was leading? Uh, and the US isn't even in, like, the top 20. <laughs> Like that game mm. did not do well in America. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it's because it's uh, maybe it's more appealing to us Europeans. I don't know. I, I think it's a fantastic game, and it's it's a great compliment because I still play Diablo three. Diablo three might be the best game of the generation. Like yeah, it, it's really uh, we're we're talking dis- Reaper of Souls, dis- right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're talking we're game. talking the Ultimate Evil edition. Oh, oh, you know, okay. like what what it is now. Yeah. Not what it launched at. It, it, I, I played when it launched, and goddamn, that was terrible. No, 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 no. We're not going to judge a game based on how it launched. Because <laughs> if it did, it might have been the biggest disappointment of the generation. Yeah. yeah, okay. But no, like, Diablo is one of those games that I still fucking play. Yeah. I can still play, and it's nice to have a kind of a different, you know, sci-fi take on that. But it, again, that just goes uh, down to the the effort that Blizzard have put into that game because obviously they keep updating it with free stuff. Absolutely, awesome. I can jump back into it. And Diablo is kind of like Battlefront to me. I can jump into it at any time. It takes me about five minutes to get reacclimated. It is easy like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's super easy to get back into. God, I love Diablo. Wish I had more time to play Diablo. <laughs> There's a new packs like every couple of weeks. I know, and and they're they're parody now, <laughs> so the consoles and the PC get the patches almost at the same time. Consoles actually been getting it like a couple of hours before the PC, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, love it. It's a great time. Yep. Uh, but I think that's yeah, that's what I spent most of the time playing. I've played a couple things that uh, small games here and there downloadable stuff like I finally played Not a Hero and uh, 
I keep trying to play Ollie Ollie too. It's one of those games I, I want to like. I couldn't get on with that game. It I, confused I, me. Ah, it's, it's so weird to have to hit the A button to land. Mm, that, that, that yeah. fucks me up every it time. It is me. I, I got through the first level and then I thought, no, this takes way too much brain power than <sighs> I am. I'm willing to muster for this. So I, I backed away. I keep trying, though. It's uh, It was just announced it's coming to Xbox One, uh, along with Not A Hero. What's uh, Not A Hero again? Not A Hero is kind of like... Um, I'm trying to think if there's a game like it. I'm sure there is. I'm just not thinking of it. But essentially, you just go through a level, and you have different characters you can pick. And it's... It's pixelated, of course, because everything's pixelated these days. <laughs> um, and you do, like, crazy moves. Like, the first character you have can go through, and you just go through floors killing enemies. Um, and, the, and the first character you have, and this is just from a little bit I played of it, like, he can slide, and he can get behind cover. Um, I don't. It's weird. Like, you're trying to uh, increase the approval rating of a rabbit for mayor or something like that. I don't know. It's a weird game. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it's okay. It's it's fun. But it's not something I play, like, all the time. I just want fucking Doom. I mean, let, well, less than a week. I feel about Doom like you and, and the other Justin feel about Uncharted. <laughs> like, yeah, he's already played it though. Yeah, he's already yeah. beat it. Like, I, he was, uh. he kept talking to me while I was playing through it, asking me where I was and stuff, but... I, I honestly can't wait to play it and then speak to someone about it because yes. my the, my love for that those games knows no bounds. That's that's me and Doom. Like and and the game the, the the great reviews has been getting have, have only bolstered my enthusiasm. For once, they are not bullshit. I can say yeah. that with certainty. You know, after having finished it. Like, there's very little wrong with that game. And me picking on the pacing or certain issues with it is just nitpicking at that point. Right. Just trying to find something you just negative to say just to even it out. No, no. Just when a game is... The, it, it's, it's nothing new when a game is that good. The stuff that's not great sticks out even Stand, more. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It really does. Like it's, but you know what? If that's the only thing you can find wrong with it, I am a happy man. No, I I can find very little wrong with it. Like I I played with a smile on my face most of the time. <laughs> it's 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 one of those things I take for granted. It's so hard to find a game that's just fun. Uh, yeah, nowadays it's all there's a lot. But, Everyone's trying to outdo each other with this that, and the other, and you can see it with like with these MOBA things going on. And I think some people just forget, you know, picking consoles, picking games, you know, Battlefield versus COD and all that. It doesn't matter as long as you're enjoying yourself playing, and that's the main thing. Yep, fun is all that matters. And I had a lot of fun playing Doom 2, I had a lot of fun playing Overwatch, and I had a hell of a lot of fun playing Uncharted. So it's been a good week. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> but um, we'll move on. John, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Other than what I've already mentioned about Bloodborne, uh, a Battleborn. Uh, Battleborn, <laughs> see? <laughs> I keep doing, I keep this, oh, names and games are running out. Um, it's because also I've got Bloodborne staring me in the face on my screen at the moment. Uh, so Battleborn and Overwatch, I dabbled a bit in, I picked up the Lego Star Wars 
uh, Complete Saga because it was like three pounds because there was a load of games obviously this week on South Star Wars. I picked that up for uh, picked that up for three quid. I picked up the next one, the Clones Lego one, although it's not backwards compatible yet. I thought it's probably going to be at some point, and I picked up Force Unleashed digitally. Uh, one and two. I didn't play those, but I did play a bit of Lego. And I also played, um, uh, for review actually, which, uh, should be on its way to you shortly, Ken, if not already, uh, Rocket Birds 2, uh, Evolution, which, uh, I had, I'd, I'd heard, I'd heard of Rocket Birds because I think it was free at some point on Vita on PS Plus, uh, months and months and months ago. And so I'd, I'd heard the name, but I'd never dabbled in it. Um, and I had no idea what this game was. Um, it turns out it's actually a rather fun little platformy shooter game. And more, uh, surprisingly, it's amazing in co-op. Uh, it's got two modes. You've got your story mode, which is single player. And it's essentially a story of uh, hard-boiled chicken who is some gruff army rooster. Um, sure. And, yeah, yeah, why not? Um, and he's, uh, he's fight against, uh, some evil penguins and, uh, yeah, I know. Um, I'm fucking in already, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, the game, I mean, it's, it's a platform and the controls were a little bit iffy, but the, the, the main gist is you use left stick for left movement, uh, right stick frame in the direction you want to fire, and you get a selection of weapons. But they also throw in a few puzzle elements in there as well, which is quite cool. And, um, you also team up with members of the Budgie, Bagra- Budgie Brigade. Um, and it's quite cool because, it's because it's single player, but you've got another character involved. You actually pick them up and put them on your shoulders to move around. And so, for example, uh, one of the early levels, you lose all your weapons. So you've got all you've got is a meat cleaver, but you've got this other Scottish bird, and I don't mean a lass from Scotland. I mean a bird that speaks in a Scottish accent on your back with a shotgun and he's shooting enemies while you're running around chopping them it's, it's quite cool uh, but the, the co-op's where it stands out and uh, essentially that's a whole separate mode called rescue mode and it's got its own little hub which you can upgrade and you've got about 20 or so characters that you can unlock and you can play with up to four people and it's essentially going into the areas, the maps that you would have played in single player uh, with different objectives and tearing shit up. It's quite fun, Uh, as is the humour, which is obviously very hard to to pull off in a game. Very 80s, 90s, early 90s action movie themed humour. Um, works really, really well in the context of the game. There's also a fantastic dick joke at the end of the first <laughs> oh, level. Okay, oh, that's so, did you really I know. To point that out by itself. Yeah, no. I, well, it's I. I was just I, my jaw dropped in the fact that they actually did what they did. It was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that was hilarious. Um, so there's plenty of laughs there. I think for the low price that they kind of uh, they've got on there for entry on this game, if you enjoy uh, single player is fine, uh, but it's a co-op that's the real fun. Um, uh, so if you, whether it's couch or online, you, you've got the options there. 
Um, it's certainly worth picking up uh, just for the humour and for that co-op mode. But um, you know, uh, my just, review. Just, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say my review will be up on the site this week. So I was going to say you, and I don't know why you saying about a dick joke made me think of this, but there's a game I forgot to talk about. Okay, that I'm sure that. Um, <laughs> I played Dead or Alive Extreme 3. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a detailed <laughs> reference. Is that the volleyball one? Yeah, yeah. Is that, I sure. that was, wasn't coming out in the West. It's not. Or did that... Oh, okay. That Ken wanted it that badly, so, you know, he just... Okay. Had no, is this, no. Is this one of those Segura festival type oh, deals? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sinran Kagura actually has gameplay in it, you know. Oh. Well, this is beach volleyball, isn't it? Uh, Oh, uh, mini games. It's it's yeah. So I, I don't know if you ever played one of these games. Have have you? There's nope. this is the third one. So I mean, there's volleyball in it. Um, there's also so they're pretty proud of their their graphical fidelity in this game. Well, you mean the, fi- the physics? <laughs> Pause fidelity. Physics. Yeah. So physics, so yeah. not only do they have booby physics. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that word. <laughs> they also have but. Physics. Oh, for, oh is really? this a new next yes. generation it, upgrade? Is it's, it? But it, physics. They've got jiggle butts. Oh, for fuck's sake. And there's a mini game based around it called Butt Battle. Butt Battle. But, <laughs> butt Battle. <laughs> butt Battle. Are they really pandering to that crowd now? Is this all that game does? Um, so, if you've ever played one of these games, it, it pulls the exact same structure. So you go on a vacation, you pick a character, you go on a vacation for, I think it's eight days. Um, in the eight days, you try to partner up with other people. Uh, you play mini games, uh, and you collect money and XP to unlock new swimsuits and, and items. Mm-hmm. So far, so normal. Um, the mini games consist of, like, tug-of-war... Um, the, the jumping from the the pool running jumping thing is in there. Uh, the volleyball is in there. <clears throat> what else is? I think that's it. The butt battles in there. And butt then, battles. And then at night, <clears throat> when you go to your room, you can go to the casino and play a bunch of you know poker, blackjack, roulette, mini games. Why? What compelled you to check this game out in the first place? Because they curious. sent it to us. Uh, okay. Because yeah. you requested it. No, they <laughs> sent it to us. You requested it. Just admit it here and now. So you requested it. Yeah. yeah, I got on there. I was like, "Hey, hey, hey man, you got <laughs> one of the games for me." I, I got my trench coat on. I'm kind of scratching my nose. Like, hey man, you got my, you got my, you got my DOA. You got my anime titties. <laughs> <laughs> what what it boils down to is that there's nothing to this game. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I guess. It is literally just you putting them in different outfits to take pictures cuz there is a full-on photo mode. Oh. And it's oh. crazy. Oh dear. Yeah, so we're going to do a video of this game. Of course we are. I'm going to do a review of this game. I I just want to have some fun, and I'm going to get Drew in on this. So, yeah. At least it's nice to have your game of the year pick right out of the gate. You know, you don't have to mm. even <gasps> contemplate it for the rest of the year. So it's really nice convenience. I don't even have to think about it right now. Yeah, it's, just, it's free. Yeah, I could just let it out. Like, yep, game of the year right there. 
people were really upset about that game not coming to the states. But I, I, I particularly, I understand the sentiment that whenever a game doesn't come out to the states, which you wanted. But there's so many other games out there that don't make it to the states that I would fight for over something like this. Yeah, this is not yeah. much of a game. Like if you, <clears throat> if you're generally upset that you're not getting this game, it's, dude, it's the internet. Yeah, there's plenty of things you can go look at <laughs> that are not this game because the game parts of this game, there's there's not a whole lot to it. <laughs> I have Vegas Stakes on my Wii U Virtual Console. That's a better, you know, gambling game. If you want to play a really good volleyball game, you should play Outlaw Volleyball. Or Beach Spikers. Who remembers Beach Spikers from the GameCube? No. I can remember Outlaw Golf, though. I used to love Outlaw Golf. Outlaw Volleyball is really good, too, but uh, Beach Spikers might be the best volleyball game I've ever played. That's a Sega joint. What a Mm. good game. You should play it. Anyway, I just I wanted to bring that up because I totally forgot I played that. <laughs> I, I only played through one vacation to realize that oh my god, there's just nothing to this game. It only took one vacation. That's pretty bad, dude. I had to stop three times because I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, at it, least the biggest disappointment might have been. No, that's um, still Street Fighter by far. <laughs> Street Fighter's my biggest disappointment of the year still. I, it's going to take a lot to overcome that one. <laughs> yeah, even with the updates of the Guile and Alex and the things that they put in, it feels really too small too late at this point. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to maybe July, once we have you know three or four of the characters, the story mode, and a bunch more other stuff, to really get a feel for how much I'm going to enjoy that game. Yeah. Because I think around that same time, KI's launching their big story mode, Shadow Lords. Is it like an expansion story mode? How does that work? Uh, I haven't heard exactly how it works yet, but the, it's a whole new single-player like story mode. Hmm. So I'm excited. Is that going uh, to be uh, take it a free download for those? Yeah, so yeah. All the updates to three. all the gameplay updates to KI are free. It's just nice. the characters that that cost money. Hmm. So. So I'm interested on that and the Street Fighter one. Cause, uh, and then, of course, King of Fighters is in August, and I can't fucking wait for that game. I hope that game is good. It looks so good. Looks not great. But I think it I looks like good. Idea. I like the look of it. I really do. do. I do, and I don't Have know. you seen the games, like fighting games they've been putting out lately with 3D technology, how they look visually? Of course, but sometimes I, it's just like Overwatch. Sometimes I like a little anime, okay? <laughs> no, it, it looks pretty stock 3D to me, but I don't. Know. I, I like no, it. What, what I'm going to say is that the visual fidelity doesn't interest me, but that's a per per taste basis, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I just I just want the gameplay to be great. Yeah, I'm I've been playing like uh, Goro and uh, Samurai Showdown Two. Just went backwards compatible. I've been dicking around with those, and I'm like, God, I want because King of Fighters 13 is still something that I play regularly, and I enjoy the hell out of it. So. Anyway, John, did you have anything else before I interrupted you with anime titties? Nope, that's all. Um, yeah, no, that's all good. Okay. Uh, so, Jay, what have you been playing? Surprisingly, this week has just been an, just been a week of Overwatch for me. I've just been getting <laughs> new people. Like, once the uh, the early beta started, I started playing with the people that uh, already had the pre-order. 
And after that uh, that ended, uh, and the open beta started, there was like a whole slew of people that wanted to play. So I would play for like an hour or two, and I'll be done. And I would get a message like 10 minutes after saying like, oh, dude, I just installed the Overwatch. You want to play? It's like, ah, okay. So it's just been like a constant chain of new people <laughs> wanting to try Overwatch with me. And I play with at least like 15, 16 different people, like one hour or two hour at a time. And you figure how, you know, that like racks up the amount of time. Um... And I also tried out the Battleborn, but I'm in the same camp as um, uh, as John on this one. It seems okay. It seems serviceable. I'm actually interested in maybe playing more of the story mode. But like I said, like getting getting hit with the oh buy the season pass, and then there's a parallel where like I'd rather be playing a different game that I enjoy more, which is kind of like Overwatch. Which I mean, the beta is going to end on the 10th, so I only have a limited amount of time to play. So I, I've been but then choosing it's, to play that. It's out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's like so. two weeks yeah, after yeah, the beta yeah, ends. It's true enough, but I got I I've got like the itch for like you got the itch. Yeah, I've got the itch. I play. I'm already like level twenty nine in Overwatch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I thought so I was doing all right, like level twelve. Jesus. You, the <laughs> leveling gets exponentially hard to get too. So I I put in a lot of hours in that game already, and I plan to do some more later today and tomorrow. Yeah, because none of that so. carries over from the beta. Yeah, nothing carries mm-hmm. over, so I don't care. I've actually gotten some legendary skins, which I would love to carry over, but it's fine. I don't care care about the progressive. I want to get good at these characters. Like, let's say there's some characters that that are really difficult to play as, but they're so fun and satisfying once you master them, or once you at least get a certain level to them. There, like I play like Genji. He's like a um, very difficult character. His his projectiles are these shuriken things that he throws out. So they have like a, a you know like a travel time. So you have to aim at where your opponent's gonna be. Uh, he's just three of them. He has like a dash attack. He has like a double double jump and his mobility is fantastic but in like a one-on-one fight he has a difficult time so getting but his the, ultimate his ultimate is phenomenal the dragon blade yeah mm. so just go around just slashing people to death just like just slashing back and forth using the uh what is it the teleport move that he has as well it, it's fantastic but when i got to the point where i put like a decent amount of hours now i know what i'm doing with him it's just so much fun the, the transfer of skill and experience to the maps and the play modes. It's, it's fantastic. Overwatch has been my one of my favorite games ever since I played it in the um, the stress betas and stuff. And the game has come even it become better since then. And when the game fully launches, this is a game that I'm going to be playing throughout the whole year. Uh, to me, um, but really that's it. Like uh, as far as games, um, I haven't been playing that much more stuff. I played a lot of Bravely Second, so I could get that review done. Still a fantastic game. Nothing really too much to add. It feels it feels more the same, but the characters, uh, the story, everything's very charming still. And uh, the party competition and the skill system is still probably the best job system in any game I've seen so far. The way you unacceptable skills. Yeah, exactly. And Murgurgur is thrown in there as well. Yes. Did you? Uh, how far I... did you get in Bravely Second so far, John? I haven't. I haven't touched it yet. God damn it, John. <laughs> I you told got the you. game earlier before I America. T- I told you that's what would happen, and it is it's exactly what happened. I'm still uh, I'm still playing through the first one. I just haven't played it in a while. I got I've got to the the ship in the middle of the sea bit, um, so I'm, I'm I'm not even a huge amount of way through. Probably about forty hours or so, but um, I do absolutely intend to finish that game and start on two. Uh, when you get to the like bravely, um, bravely default has 
really rough paths at the near near the end of the game, uh, mm. which you'll see when you get there. But if you persevere through it and you get to that final ending, it's one of the best ending sequences ever. Like the the final battle, the music, the drama, the action is just. Probably one of my favorite sequences in an RPG, and I play like thousands of RPG games at this point. So yeah, <laughs> prepare for that. And Bravely Second is amazing um, so far. I'm really enjoying it. It just, you know, it just feels like it's a, it's like more Bravely default with very little things added on. So it is what it is. But I'll write the review for it probably sometime next week once I finish it. Um, I'll, well, speaking of something outside of uh, games, I, I went to what Civil War on mm. Friday. And um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything for you guys. But terrific! I've seen it. Terrific! You've seen it, John? I, yeah, I, yeah. I won't see it till it's on Blu-ray. I loved it. Oh, it was a lot. Of I fun. don't. I don't. Uh, there's. I maybe go to two or three movies a year, and and there's stuff I really want to see. I um. This is. I I came away from. I watched. Actually, went to watch Batman and Superman not too long ago as well. Maybe like a week ago, and um, I came away from that like disgusted. That movie disappointed me on like levels yeah. you guys can't possibly imagine. I love the DC universe. I love the characters. And when I went when when I walked out of the movie theater, I I'm so down on that entire franchise now. As far as what they're gonna do with the Justice League, I'm mm-hmm. even iffy on Suicide. Uh, was it Suicide oh, something? Suicide Squad. I have yeah, zero Squad. interest in that that film because I I, it, I still want to watch it, but I was really hot on it. But now after that Jack Snyder film, I don't. I'm not. I'm not even sure anymore. I'm not but, getting in this conversation. Yeah, I know. No, I, I, know. I know how you feel about <laughs> it. But the Civil War, on the other hand, holy shit, that. Probably what the best action sequence I've seen in the film yet. Oh, that what the airport? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Jesus yes. Christ! Huh? I know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's my like, jaw was on the floor. It's like how they, they they I think the question they ask themselves is how can we make every comic book fans dream, uh, fanboys dream come to life in yeah. fifteen minutes? And it's like yes, yes, and more yes. Oh Jesus Christ! It's, it's exceptional. I can't. I can't wait to see what they do next. Next movie they're coming out from Marvel is Doctor Strange. That's that's a big risk too because it's not a character that not a lot of people know about. You know, but if you you character. you look at what they've done before with things like Guardians of the Galaxy, they were yeah. all big risks and they they've paid off. I have uh, faith. Yeah, I, I they they certainly have proven themselves as such. They they've earned this regard. And uh, I'm definitely going to go see that as well. Uh, Marvel, man, they're just hitting it out of the park. Yeah, they are, absolutely. <laughs> After that Disney buyout, it's probably the best thing that ever happened to them, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's that's enough for me. Alright, let's talk about what's coming out this week. Oh, I wonder what that could be. Battleworld Kronos. That's the one. Yeah. Is out this yeah. week. Uh, the expansion for The Binding of Isaac, Afterbirth. That's out this week. Is that uh, on consoles, I guess? Yes. Ah, okay. Uh, little game called Uncharted 4, Thief's End. <laughs> i never heard of it. Uh, sounds no. Like That's out this uh-huh. week. Um, it, here's something I'm really <clears throat> excited for. Uh, Raiden 5 is out on Ooh. Xbox One this week. Is that a brand new Raiden game? Yeah, and it's only wow. on Xbox One. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's good. I do too. I I've, I've been trying to get a code for it and I can't get the guy to respond to me. Uh, who's publishing? Uh I, it's a, a company called Moss uh in Japan. That's all I know. 
That's that's the most I could find out. And and I talked to a couple people, and they said that they were sending out codes, but I have not been able to get the guy to respond to me. Uh, and then the big game this week for me is Doom. Doom's out on Friday. And Doom and Uncharted fall on the same week. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, Disney Art Academy hits the 3DS this week. Oh, can't wait. And The Book of Unwritten Tales 2 is out for the Wii U, uh, as is Super Meat Boy. Cool. The Wii U getting the hot new releases. Yes, staying relevant. <laughs> That's about uh, the only release I'll get this year. Uh, oh, I forgot. Uh, a big game for Jay is coming out this week on the PlayStation 4. What is that? Mega Tag mentioned Block Neptune versus Zombies. I oh, mean, yeah, of big course game not. for Drew and Ken. Really trying to <laughs> I, I, I took one. Okay, I took one. And I've taken like five, so I mean, you, you, let's get the quota straight, you know. Hey, hey, at the playing field. You're the RPG guys, not me. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we're gonna get it, so I wouldn't worry too much about okay, it. Okay. Anyway, news. You a PC gamer? Yes, sir. You ready for that hot new video card? Because <laughs> <Sure>. Nvidia <laughs> has announced the 10 series. What comes after nine? At least they can count. Well, like, at least like it's called a 1080, right? Right? Get it? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what they did there. Uh, they have a 1080. I believe there's also a 1070. 1070 and a 1080 GTX cards were announced this week, and they showed Doom running on it at 200 frames per second. What resolution? Uh, 4K. <laughs> Oh my giddy arm. That's impressive. Because uh, <laughs> to this point, 4K, getting a steady 60 to like 100 frames on 4K is very difficult, even on the top of the line PCs. Not for this card, by the sounds of it. Uh, let me see here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It wasn't running at 4K. I apologize. Um, the As the video, Doom runs at 1080p, 60 frames a second. Uh, but after V-Sync is disabled, frame rate jumps to 120 to 200 frames per second. Oh, okay. Jesus. I was about to say 200 frames per second in 4K is insane. Yeah, that's with V-Sync disabled is what it was running. But still, god damn. Uh, yeah, the cards start at 399 for the 1070, I think, and go up to... That's... Well, if you want the 1080, it starts at 5 or 6. That's, I guess it's... Is that about right? Is that really yeah, That's normal that's, for a video. That's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a price of the 980 right now. Yeah. And that's supposed to be more powerful than two 980s in SLI. Yeah. So, obviously, that's more value for the buck. I'm interested in things like power consumption. I'm interested in their DirectX 12 support. Obviously, they're going to have it, but I, I want to see, like, how progressive they're going to be with it. Um, I recently bought a, you know, made my PC... So, of course, they're going to hit, like, a big news. It's not something that I didn't see coming, but at the same time, it's it always seems to happen that way. You buy, like, a shiny new video card, and then, boom, there's a new <laughs> hotness right down on the corner. Well, that's, of course. that's just a yearly thing, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a PC, PC trend, for sure. Yeah, it's about to be a console trend, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about that topic today. No, I, I, I think, yeah. I've, unless there's an email about it, I don't, I don't want to have a yeah. conversation yeah. about incremental consoles today. Uh, but according to the EA executive, which I, I feel like we get this statement every, I don't know, six months, there may be no consoles in the future. Well, it's possible. Not in the way that we currently But it's them. been possible forever. Come mm-hmm. on. 
remember when the smartphones started getting games, became really popular, and they're like, <laughs> console gaming is dead! Console gaming! No, yeah. it's not dead. It's everybody wants con- I don't understand why everybody wants console gaming to die. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. It's just, it feels like they want to be the first to say it. They want to be the Nostradamus of this conversation. Yeah, we, we said this two years ago. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, if you say everything two years ago, then you'll probably be right on something. I, I liked it before it was popular. Mm. Speaking of things that used to be popular, you know they're making a new cruising game? Cruising USA? Cruising USA. It's called Cruising Adventure. Guess what it's coming out for? Uh, Wii U. I bet you'll never guess what it's coming out for. The Atari 2600. Close. 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 In television. Arcades. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Right, right. (laughs) Well, the Cruising USA games have always been, like, the big thing on an arcade. Well, we're talking like this was when we were children. I was going to say, can you, like, arcades. Like, those are harder to find than Atari 2600s. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my nearest arcade in Jersey is. Never mind. Like, where did yeah. they even even put? I guess they could put it in like what is that? Fuddruckers and stuff like that. That's like an arcade nowadays. I, I, kind of. I don't know, man. <laughs> I haven't been to an arcade in probably two or three years, and even then, it was a novelty thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah, it's it, it is definitely weird. Uh, what else is going on? As, as you mentioned earlier, Overwatch gets an extension on the beta for one day. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Call of Duty last week as being kind of rumored slash confirmed. It's true now. Yes. Uh, so, John, tell me, how much lube do you need for November? <laughs> because Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is coming along with the Modern Warfare Remastered. But, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> wait for it. You can't, always about- you can't buy Modern Warfare Remastered by itself. Yeah, oh. are we really that surprised? Yeah. yeah. Oh. No. 80 bucks. I, I, 80 bucks. 80 bucks is a lot, but bear in mind that in the UK, it's 120 bucks. <laughs> Oh, so, you buy it anyway. Yes, I've already pre-ordered see, it. See, see, we told you. I'm part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I admit that. Uh, alienate, alienation, $15. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for PlayStation <laughs> Plus, you bastards. <laughs> Gits. Um, yeah, I... I mean... It's going to come out on its own, but it ain't coming out for six months on its own. When sales have dipped a little bit, they'll then put it on Peter. Oh, here you go. Here's, here's, we, we, we've heard what you've said. We're now going to give it to you. And it's like, don't do us a favor. Because um, all, all yeah. the people that were going to buy it already bought it. So, you know. Exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, but um, it's going to be interesting to see how the servers stand after day one between... Infinite Warfare and let's let's and, uh, let's be fair about Call of Duty. The servers are usually pretty good. I'm not talking about how they fare, as in how where they hold up. It's which ones are going to be empty and which ones are going to be full. Are you kidding? <laughs> Modern Warfare is going to be full. Infinite Warfare is going to be empty. And this is the reason why they're putting it with. I think this is the reason why they're putting it with Infinite Warfare. Uh, Ghosts was notoriously bad, you know, review wise and, and gameplay wise. It didn't do well. 
those, not everyone, and in fact, probably a majority of people won't know that the same team are behind this. But for those that do, this is your key to keeping those sales going for this iteration. <laughs> but that's, so, not, that's not all, though. Like, you have to buy the the edition, and the if you want the full Modern Warfare multiplayer experience, you have to buy the extra maps as well. It doesn't come with all the maps. It only contains... Well, here's, here's my... Said yeah, here's my uh, question about this. So, and, and somebody, I, I forget who I was listening to, made a really good point about this. Sure. Is the Modern Warfare multiplayer built into Infinite Warfare? Or uh, is it... Apart- the, oh, you know, like, no. is, it, is it just the maps? Because they've said that the campaign was remastered and it comes with ten multiplayer maps, but... Are they in the modern warfare shell, or are they in the infinite warfare? Because if business-wise, it would be super smart for them to put it in the infinite warfare shell, because then it shows people playing infinite warfare, and you can never oh, that, get you can never get rid of infinite warfare that way. That's not going to go down very well, is it? D- do you care? Are you are you? Is that going to change your mind about buying the super stupid edition? Well, it is, and it, <laughs> it depends on how these maps are. The if that's the case, are the maps that are included just going to be maps and not have how the game played back in the day? Because that will affect my decision. I'm sure they'll make it play like it did back in the day. It'll be like a modern warfare playlist, but you'll have to be booted into. Infinite, Infinite Warfare. Infinite. Because that way it stops people trading it in, which is what will happen, is that people will buy it and then get half their money back straight away trading it in. Absolutely. And that would be the smart... Because then what you do is you you have a shell to release the rest of those maps as paid DLC. Mm. Within the Infinite Warfare shell. Oh, they got yeah. you. Is, they, yeah, they, they, they could potentially have you, oh, couldn't God. they? Oh, God. This is... What a Bastards. terrible, terrible marketing strategy. Actually, it's a pretty brilliant marketing strategy. <laughs> no, I, I mean, from the from the point where it's like, I gotcha. Yeah, that's that's good, but we're talking from, like... It's it's, it's transparent, it's, it's friendly, and it's actually... You know, it actually incentivizes people to buy more because it's a good deal from the get-go. Then, no, it's not, it's not good from that point. But they'll still buy it. Yeah, but for people. And speaking of buying it, have you guys seen how badly that trailer, that reveal trailer, is doing on YouTube? Oh, absolutely. And it's it it okay. So I haven't. Part of it is because people love to hate Call of Duty, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is ridiculous to me because the games are always quality, regardless of what yeah. you think about that series. Oh, except Ghosts, maybe that. Well, Ghost Ghost is like saying. You know, Skyward Sword is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's an anomaly. It's, it's not it's, a great. Well, it's it's not a terrible game. It's just not as good as what you're used to. Mm. Like if you had to release Call of Duty Ghosts under a different name, people would have been like, "Okay, that's it's a mediocre. It's all right." But nobody would have said, "Oh my god, it's terrible." Because mm-hmm. it, as bad as I didn't like Ghosts, I don't think it was a terrible game. wasn't good. wasn't great. No, it was but, not. It, but it wasn't awful. <laughs> so I, I think that's 
Well, let's put it into perspective. You say that people love to hate on Call of Duty, right? Absolutely. Okay, let's look at the official Call of Duty Black Ops 3 reveal trailer. Okay? 22 million views, about 400,000 likes, 80,000 dislikes. That's, okay? pr- that's pretty high. That's, 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 pretty, that's pretty positive, right? No, that's pretty high for that's dislikes. Free. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of likes. We're looking, let's look at Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, 30 million views. 222 likes, 22,000 likes, 50,000 dislikes. Now let's look at the latest Call of Duty Infinite Warfare reveal. 12 million views, 200,000 likes, 900,000 dislikes. Jeez, <gasps> okay, that's 900, a jump. I'm, I'm rounding up here slightly. But, but they are... Now they are—they're disliking this because of the last thirty seconds, where it's oh, you want to play that game that you're absolutely desperate to play? Fuck you! You're gonna have to buy this version. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what they're why. Disliking. That's exactly why they're disliking it. It's no different than the Metacritic user reviews for oh, what 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 game was that? Um, where they pissed off the fans, and then they started putting up the Metacritic user reviews of like zeros, even though the game wasn't that bad. I forget what it was, but yeah, there's there's, there's um, a couple of those examples. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just the internet anger, and it's it's all stupid. It's like well, I'm sure. Will, that, will know, that transfer over to actual sales numbers? Though? No, it is. Uh, do, who remembers the Modern Warfare boycott? There you ever seen that picture? What, which Modern Warfare? Uh, I think it was three. So, and that's the time when Infinity Ward was, you know, sp- splitting up. Uh huh. Um. There was a petition online of a bunch of people vocally saying, I'm boycotting Modern Warfare. And somebody screenshotted all of the people who said they were boycotting it. And the day the game launched, they compared that to the people who were playing it. And they were all (laughs) on there. Oh, yeah. It was like the Steam page thing, right? What was that? It was like a Steam group, and they were like, oh, yep. we're going to boycott this. And then you see their users' names, and then you see how many... <laughs> well, yep. those, those guys are fucking wankers and chumps. Well, most of the they, people yeah. disliking that video on YouTube are wankers and chumps, too. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. Although, I, uh, I haven't watched the trailer, um, t- personally, because I'm not, you know, I'm not overly excited about Call of Duty games. I think they're fine. I think they're fun to play through, but it's not really my thing. The, the trailer isn't offensive. It's... It's. I heard like it's this not. This is Michael's Michael Bay's action movie, and just because there's a bit in space doesn't mean it's going to be bad. It, it's just a trailer for fuck's sake. Well, I think the people liked the space parts. I think they were upset with the beginning. That's not in space. Weird. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen the trailer to mm-hmm. speak on it, but I'm sure it's Infinite cool. Warfare is right. going to be a fine game. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it'll be a solid FPS game, both for campaign and multiplayer. So, But man, let's talk about uh, the continuation. Uh, it is confirmed that that game is called Infinite Warfare, which is, yet again, another bad name <laughs> in 2016. <laughs> but wait, it gets worse. <laughs> so DICE did a six-hour stream on Battlefield, by God. I, I yeah, literally that, I didn't watch any of that. Okay, so I, I was not kidding when I tweeted out because um, they were doing that, and I was working, and I got sick Friday, so I left work early and I went and took a nap, and I was asleep for probably four hours. And take into account, this stream was happening when I went to bed. When I woke up, the stream was still going, and they hadn't unveiled the game yet. 
That's uh, insane. <laughs> Slow burn. Uh, but they did finally unveil Battlefield 1. <laughs> Sorry. Run that, run that by me again. It's called <laughs> Battlefield 1. The number 1. Does that mean it's... Well, I see why they've called it 1, because it's the first game in the timeline, but that's a stupid-ass name. It's... Oh my god, 2016... Your game names. You can are play f- Battlefield One on your Xbox One. It's perfect. Hey, they have the exclusive <laughs> deal for DLC, from what I heard. <laughs> yeah, well, they've got you, don't they? Ain't got COD. So, oh. um, well, yeah, because Microsoft was like, COD's going downhill. Let's uh, let's get out of this boat quick. Let's 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 yeah, let's this. And then they're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, we probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's all stupid. I think your exclusive yeah. DLC crap is stupid across the board. But Battlefield One. It's kind of like Resistance, right? Do alternate, we know that for sure? It's alternate history, was... World War One. Is it? Yeah. Are we sure about that? Uh, did you watch the trailer? Yeah, it yeah. didn't seem like alternate history. It's def- it's World War One, um, but did you not see the crazy shit going on in that? Yeah, but that was all from World War One. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna use okay. So John, we're gonna use um, like muzzle loading guns in Battlefield. Oh, maybe I didn't look at it that. I was too busy just rocking out to the dubstep. Oh, Jesus Christ! Speaking of bad, t- <laughs> speaking of bad choices in music, how about that Call of Duty trailer using a bad cover of a David Bowie song? Both of them were bad covers <sighs> or bad versions. Admittedly, it, they're trailers, and that's. A, I was speaking to a friend today about the the because he's really excited. He's very much a battle battlefield kind of guy, and um, it's a trailer. You, you can the. You can glean what you want from it until E3 where we actually see some gameplay. That's the important part. But as trailers go, that, that was quite exciting. They certainly didn't skimp on the action. Well, from what I can say, like people were watching the trailer and be like, this is not in-game, this is not in-game. I remember mm-hmm. the same people saying the same thing about Battlefront. Yeah. And, and Battlefront ended up looking like the trailer. <laughs> well, there, uh, wasn't, weren't there some people saying that it was running on that new NVIDIA card? I, it, there's, I, I wouldn't doubt that it is. Mm, I possibly mean, too. <laughs> I mean, these guys, these guys want to show their best version, right? Which is kind of funny when people think they're going to show the Neo versions of games. Like, no, no, they're going to continue to show PC versions running yeah, on a, on a oh, yeah. Nvidia yeah, card. No, ma- no matter how good the Neo ends up being, it ain't going to be. As I'm going to tell you right. 10 to, uh, 10 no, I'm going to tell you right now. The the Neo is not even going to be the equivalent of a 970. Okay. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, you can you can forget about those ultra settings on the Neo. Yeah, no, it's not. It, the Neo is going to give you 1080p 60 maybe on most games. I think yep. they require it, don't they? Uh, no, it just it just has to be it has to be equal or better than the standard PS4 <laughs> version, but it can't be worse. But they haven't said it has to be 60 1080. Oh god, this is so awesome. So glad that yeah. all this is happening. E three, the E three this year's E three is going to be the E three of explanations. I don't, I don't, I, I was looking forward to E three when I thought we were going to see the NX and you know new hardware, 
and now I'm just like I really. I um, I always look at E3 for the the game reveals and surprises and things mm-hmm. like that. That's so what I, I want. Too much it's it. quite quite humorous and and timely, really. Last night, thanks to Giant Bomb's YouTube channel, I watched in its entirety the 2006 Sony E3 press conference, and oh my fucking god, that's amazing how much the whole thing has changed in. 10 years essentially and we know why it's changed because back in 2006 these things weren't viewable in the way that they are today by by the mass public and it's very much aimed at the the press and the retail outlets there back then but um i can't imagine no matter what happens with the neo that they have a bad as press conference they did back then I, that was I, bad. I just don't know. I, Sony's got a lot to sell people on this thing, and I'm surprised that they haven't at least gotten out in front of it yet. Yeah, that's the oddest thing to me. After those rumors hit, um, they should have come out and well, said, "Okay, yeah, the, the cat's out of the bag. This is happening. Here's a brief explanation. More E3. We'll go into full details just so that they can quell the rumors." If you if you look at the rumors themselves, they they themselves look like damage control. They I would not be surprised in the slightest if the latest rumor that re- was released with the whole criteria of things that the Neo must do, like for example, like highlighting the fact that uh, no game is exclusive to the Neo and things like that. Those are the things that the people needed to hear, and releasing them as supposedly rumors was very beneficial for them. You know, it, it was well, that- good for them. So that I, I could see that already being damage control. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, they should have come out officially though at that point. Yeah, don't um, don't rely on the press to do it because the press will twist it. Yeah, and also you, it's a rumor at that point where people could uh, people could miss that. Uh, whereas if you put an official press uh, statement out, or if you you know something on the the, the Sony channels, you know the various um, media outlets. More people are likely to get that message and understand it. See, the, the 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 brilliant part of using an idea of a rumor as a leak is that you can gauge the reactions of people based on the information that you provide. If you put that, an the, official the, release, leak, then, yeah. Well, the thing is, with that, it's already been leaked, and well, that, that's, that's what I mean. So that you, you you can get all this information about how people feel about this aspect of the Neo, how people feel about this. I mean, if you think about if you round up all the goddamn podcasts and YouTube videos that's been made upon this topic, it's like a mountain of surveys and information. And you can kind of get I... general consensus. But if you make it official and you make an announcement, that's it. You're liable to it. That's what you have to do. Yeah. So if you look I at just... it that angle, I, I can see the reasoning. I can't. I don't think it was um, a official, unofficial leak rumor thing. I, I genuinely, genuinely don't think Sony meant for that information to get out. Um, and I think what they did after that, i.e., nothing, is probably the wrong move. So much, my opinion. So much we're not talking about. Uh, oh yeah, should we move on? <laughs> you just get sucked back into it. It's like a black my bad. Sorry. It is. It's, it, all I can say is we're going to have a hell of a lot to talk about in those E three shows this year. Oh, yes, we. Are. I can't wait for those. It's a month. A month. I know. Literally, it's like a six four hour weeks show. today. It's yeah. I, I think the one year we did two three hour shows. I think yeah. that's probably going to happen. Are, are, are we going to be? Um, recording our reactions to the the Sony one like we've done before. Uh, the Sony one's always at night, so it usually works out. 
Yeah, I don't know if we're going to skip it over or because it's. I don't know how the. I mean, it might be worth listeners uh, emailing in as to how they found that stuff. But because I always felt it's like they're just listening us to uh, listening to us eat and. But I don't know how entertaining that is. You know but what? You know what? I'm them. I'm dead sexy when I eat. I'm just gonna be real yeah, honest. Yeah, with yeah absolutely. Yeah. I've you seen see you. your mouth I've, open. Real sexy. I yeah. have seen you eat. That's right. You are not dead sexy. Oh, you don't even know, John. You don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I uh, I'm not a big fan of those reaction things. I like to be in the moment and be a part of that, like the the community as a whole, instead of like a smaller group. So uh, I we like have, looking we, at the we social media, fun. but yeah, I don't. I don't want to do sit in a podcast while listening to this stuff. I think. Uh, we, I think we just. We don't. We never intend to record it. Hmm? We just do because people ask us to. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're usually just, just sitting in a Skype chat, bullshitting about what's happening. Is what we're really doing. Yeah. And, and yelling uh, at everybody. And yelling at everybody whose stream is thirty seconds ahead of the rest oh, of God, us. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. It's like don't spoil it for yeah. me. I'm ten seconds behind. Fuck's sake. All right. Let's do some emails. Sure. Sure. Uh, this one comes from Sean. He says, uh, hope all is well. Got a few discussion topics this week, so bear with me in this long email. We'll see what we get to here. Uh, he says, Xbox, PS4 service. Every other day, these services still have problems, uh, whether, whether it's party chat or connectivity issues. What I don't hear talked about, though, is the with the rise of the Twitch and game sharing this gen, how much of these side services running in the background are just bogging down these companies' servers? Uh, it also hurts that everyone does not have a consistent network speeds. Uh, sadly, I just believe the network infrastructure for our country can't keep up with where the technology wants to be right now. He's That's kinda... a valid point, actually. How much of of that stuff is? Well, um, I, is I wonder. Kind of... I wonder if that does have an effect because we're talking about services. We're not talking about performance. Uh, Xbox Live has the issue of constantly breaking social, so messages and parties and stuff like that doesn't work. Right. And that really shouldn't have any bearing on, you know, Twitch. Yeah. It depends on how they're all, uh, how, how it's all implemented. It has, I mean, I've been lucky. I've, I've kind of missed the last few weeks where there have been outages on both sides, but it does seem, um, more and more frequently that I'm getting an alert from a pissed off Ken about the fact that they're down again. So it does seem to be happening more and more often. I just, There's got to be a reason behind it. Th- there has to be, and it makes no sense because, let's be fair, the Xbox One is not selling the gangbusters that Xbox 360 did, and yet it has more problems than Xbox 360 ever had as far as live service. Mm. And it's it's frustrating because like it seems like every day I'm seeing the Xbox support Twitter... They're like, yes, we are aware that there are issues with social and <laughs> parties, and like, then fucking fix it, man. <laughs> like, you've got, what is it, 20 million people paying you $50 a year <laughs> for this service? Come on. <laughs> do they, uh, yeah. when they go down for like a day, do they give you like an extra day or two no. of Xbox Live Gold? Not usually, not unless it's down for an extended period of time. That's ass. Yeah, none of them do. If PlayStation Network goes down, they don't do it. Unless it's for, like like you say, if it's for like a day or two, like a uh-huh. full day. But most of these outages are for hours. Yeah. I think that did happen very recently where um, Sony's services went down for a, a, a 
probably a day and a half, and then they basically said, yeah, we're just going to add two days on to everyone's PS, which is the right move. Without but, a doubt. But, but they could have it not, shouldn't happen. They could have not done it, and most people would never have noticed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, not it's so two much days. anymore. Not so much anymore. It's, um, you know, whereas days before when people were on the 360 more than they were on the PS3, you didn't notice so much, but I think everyone's on there now. And even, like, last night, uh, my friends list just absolutely took ages to populate, and it's like I had a little X uh, by my profile picture. It's like just those little niggles and things like that that just make the service... Yeah, but you wonder whether it's worth it. But uh, they say they added two days, John. But do you know exactly the oh, day yeah. your thing expires? <laughs> no, good point. <laughs> uh, nobody does. So they could have told me they added a month, and I'd never be the wiser. Uh, I think these problems have become more apparent to us in general because of a lot of these games uh, surfacing as kind of like online only or always <laughs> online kind of thing. Let's say like you're playing Diablo. You can't play that really like offline, you know. You so, can't. You can't on consoles. Oh, you can't on consoles. But I'm yeah. talking like on PC or something. Like that. Yeah. So once once server goes down, that's it. You know, 100 percent of the time, you just can't play the thing. Or if you want to play, let's say like DC Universe and Xbox, and you were talking about how that was going down constantly, right? Yep. And because of those things, it becomes much more noticeable. Well, before we were playing these games that had like maybe a multiplayer like component, but maybe we were playing the single player. We never really noticed. But now it's just. It's there. Like your friend list goes down. Your messaging goes haywire, and all these things are like these, like these signs that tell you that the servers aren't working properly. But in 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 this face of uh, like this infrastructure that we're kind of trying to set for themselves, like for example, like remember when Xbox One wanted to be the system that was always online, constantly at all times, needed to be online in order for you to play your games. Imagine if that was the world that you're living in, and it was having these issues all the time. It's that would have made that close. a complete. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gotten close, but it wasn't there yet, and that's what they tried to do. And they weren't f- uh, factoring in the idea that their servers, which they are responsible for, aren't as stable enough to kind of uh, perpetuate the system. So, yeah, this, 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 it's a system that needs to be uh, implemented better, and uh, you're, he's right in the idea that the American internet services, our speed, our average speed, is piss poor compared to every other first world country. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. fiber is not a normal here. It's it's an anomaly. You, you go to like Japan or South Korea, and like a random normal ass internet connection is something like 500 megabits down, 400 megabits up. Uh, I have a FiOS, it's like 6035, and that's best I can get until like delve into like the business model of things. So yeah, we our internet has a long way to go. We gotta we gotta yeah. mess up with our infrastructure. Yeah, I have about the fastest you can get on cable, and it's still not. It's faster than most people's, but. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not saying a lot. We're we're basically on the short bus here. Exactly. Yep. It sucks, but you know. Uh, his, his second topic is this Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare bundle on paper seems like a great deal, uh, but deep down there will be a major flaw. The player base is going to be split very hard on these two games. Uh, the majority of my clan doesn't even care about the fact that there will be a new game. They are eager to go back to the old Call of Duty format. Uh, as many of us believe the genre has taken a major step backwards ever since Titanfall made these companies think that they're, they have to make futuristic warfare games. Uh, so what are y'all's thoughts on either topic? Um... Real quick, we forgot to mention that uh, uh, Respawn is making a Star Wars game. Mm, okay. Yeah. Totally, totally cool. forgot about that. <laughs> huh. 
along um, with the other one that's being made by Visceral. So yep. two third-person action Star two Wars Two third-person Star Wars games. God, that gives me a boner. Well, it depends, doesn't it? When are they going to get released? How far apart are they going to be? Are people going to be don't like... <laughs> it's it's visceral games and and, and respawn making third person mm. Star Wars games. That yeah, should be good. Yeah, I hope it. they're good. Anyway, um, we kind of touched on that topic already about the split between. And let's just hope I'm wrong. Okay, that the in, the modern warfare is built into infinite warfare. <laughs> that's gonna that's mm. gonna whole, start a whole another shit fest. If it is, yeah, but people won't care. That's the thing; they won't care. Got them sheeple, sheeple. Yeah. Hey, they're everywhere, man. Look at look at how angry people get about like console wars. <laughs> yeah, why? I just it just cracks me up. Anyway. Uh, we got another email here from Henrik. It says, right off the bat, I am no Nintendo fan. That's a great way to start an email. Sure. Uh, never played Zelda or Metroid. Yes, I exist. You, <laughs> you're breaking my heart here. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> uh, and have no love for Mario. No, God. Not going to deny this. However, I am with John. God damn it, John. Oh. <laughs> when it comes to the NX and Nintendo in the future, uh, from the news and progression for the last three to five years, it feels like Nintendo has been on a downward spiral. Uh, now, I'm not saying that the hardcore base is dead. We all know it isn't. But I think, and, it, and I might be wrong, but this could be what John was edging towards as well. What the mainstream audience who bought the crap out of the Wii has shifted. Especially with the low sales of the Wii U as an indicator... However, if the NX launches with mega games like Zelda, Metroid, and Mario, of course, that thing is going to sell. But for how long? And especially if all the huge games release at the same time. Uh, this is just my thoughts on the matter as an absolute outsider and neutral party, since the company has no interesting media I care about. And all discussions are, in the end, just speculation. Thanks mm. for the show and sending my love to Gambus. Oh, very nice, sir. Yep. I, I I don't have a response to this because he doesn't like any Nintendo games, and that <laughs> that just my brain melts, man. I I can I can garner the idea that he's you know from the outside looking in kind of thing, because I I feel very detached from console makers in general. I see them as uh, not as like you know people like making creative work to just just by that regard they're just kind of corporations they they want to get my money you know that's kind of the way i look at it business, sony microsoft yeah. whatever which is borderline it's in all honesty that's what it is right they they want to garner this uh, fan base because they want to make more money and etc it's not a bad thing uh, you know no. it could it could be a very positive thing but at the same time the, what he's saying does kind of ring true but like I said, it's gonna be an impossibility for them to launch with that many first-party games on launch. It's just—it's never happened before. They'll—they'll they'll have the Zelda. Maybe they'll have a Mario game. Maybe they'll have something else that'll be first-party. But they won't have more than two at maximum. And they'll stagger these first-party releases so that you know they get like a constant uh, followership. And also, you know, as bad as Wii U did, they do have some re- like really big spikes, like. When Super Mario, uh, not Super Mario, Smash Brothers came out for the Wii U, they saw a huge spike in the Wii U sales and stuff like that. 
Well, so, it wasn't as big as Mario Kart. Mario Kart's the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Kart was huge as well. So they have these spikes, and they, like I, like we said, they can persevere through their first party sales. And we all know that they screwed up big time with the Wii U. Yep. But they they've always uh, bounced back usually from one one like kind of a downtrodden system to one that's very successful, and then back and forth and back and forth. So I'm expecting the next one to hit it off from the trend of things. But like like he said, it's all speculation. But we can only garner at history and see what might be coming in the future. That's true. And I truthfully, I don't want to live in a world where Nintendo's not making consoles or games. <laughs> it just it it's been there since I started doing this. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's my nostalgia for them. They haven't been my favorite in a long time, but I still would not want to be without them. But but Ken, wouldn't you want a multi-platform games for all the Nintendo characters? No. Don't you want it on Microsoft, uh, like Xbox One, the Neo, every other console, the PC? Oh God, I want fucking Nintendo games in the PC. I, I'm not saying best they can play. I'm not saying I don't want them to have access to that power. Uh-huh. I don't want them having to spread themselves that thin. Look what it did to Sega. Well, Sega was <laughs> Sega was completely destroyed before that that point. So. It's true, but it didn't make it any better. In fact, it made it worse. No, no, you're 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 not wrong about that. But yeah, it, it is what it is. And Nintendo obviously has a lot more in the bank than Sega ever did. Oh yes, Nintendo so. probably has enough to fail for two generations and mm-hmm. still be okay. And they can still just keep making money off their handheld market, which is going to succeed as long as they keep making Monster Hunter and Pokemon games on it. <laughs> yep. yep, that's all they need. That's, that's those are the two games you need. You're good. Yep. All right. Uh, last email comes from Money uh, Eight Hundred Four. He says, "After beating Dark Souls Three, I decided to give Bloodborne a go. Man, I'm glad I did." Uh, mm-hmm. I know I'm over a year behind, but wow, what a fantastic game. I'm still in awe that I went from totally not wanting any parts of the Souls series to these could very well be two of my favorite games. It's crazy. Uh, I haven't played anything else since Dark Souls 3. I instantly purchased Bloodborne after beating it. I'm guessing I'm about halfway through and loving it. Uh, I'm totally neglecting every other game I own. I haven't fired up the old Xbox One in weeks. No love for my Wii U either, which brings me to the real point of this email. I purchased Dark Souls 3 on the PlayStation 4 because when I originally redboxed it, uh, they only had the PS4 version available. So when I decided to buy it, of course, I wanted to keep my save file. So obviously I bought the PS4. But, due to PS4's lack of external hard drive support, I'm currently running low on disk space. Um, <laughs> so I buy a lot of games that I have that I would have bought on PS4 on Xbox because I have a 2 terabyte. Uh, might have to upgrade that pretty soon now that I'm thinking about it. Holy shit, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, exa- I'm in the same boat with that. Yeah. I, it's like I've got a terabyte in my PS4. It's constantly at like 800 gigabytes while I'm having to move things around. I would prefer to get things on my PS4, but when I've got two terabyte external plugged into my Xbox One and only 37 percent used. It's really hard not to favor the Xbox just because of the storage space. Why don't you just delete the games you're no longer playing? You can reinstall really fast. No, I know, but it's it's always a case of well, it actually a big game can be anything from thirty to fifty gig, and it's like uh-huh. that's not real fast. And it's like I try and I basically when I clean out my hard drive, I'll, I'll 
take off things that I haven't played in like more than a month. Yeah. But it's still always thinking, oh. and then some stuff I've got on the US store, that means going into the US account and re-downloading. Oh, there. first world problems. I know. I have I too know. many games. I have yeah, too many games and not enough space. I know. Uh, it's pathetic. Uh, this, is, this is actually why I'm happy that I prefer to play on Xbox because I have so, I have four and a half terabytes. On my Xbox One. That's, that's a lot of terabytes. Yep. That's, uh... uh I, I'm still I don't... using my 500 gigabyte on my PS4, and I'm doing fine. Well, I'm like you, Jay. I delete a lot of my stuff. Like, I probably have two... 100, 100 to 150 games in my, uh-huh. like, ready-to-install list. I don't keep them all installed. Yeah, me neither. That's how I can make it with 500 gigs only. Yeah, I delete a lot of stuff because it's right there. If I want to reinstall it, like, recently I bought, um... The, the, the season pass for Evolve because they had it on sale for like five bucks. So <laughs> I just reinstalled it, you know, because I, I figured for five bucks it's worth for me playing another couple hours to see the new Hunters. Sure. You know, I mean, it's... And I reinstalled it, I played for my couple hours, and then I deleted it. You know? <laughs> $5 will spend, sure. I, you know, five bucks. I've spent five bucks on less uh, time of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> you can get you can get a nice chicken sandwich for that man. I, I was eat I ate I ate a right chicken now. sandwich before I played Evolve. Okay. Okay, you're you're all set then. You're all set. You got I, all your needs needs in order. Exactly. I, my needs were met. Sure. Uh, to to finish his email, he says sometimes I check for certain perks when trying to decide on which system to buy a game for. For instance, Fallout Four was more attractive on Xbox because of the modding. Um, I thought I would uh, be knee deep in into that by now. I haven't touched that game in months. Uh, I bought the Division on Xbox because of a few buddies, and I totally used my Wii U for Nintendo first-party platform. Well, that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, with all that being said, I know most of you guys own multiple systems, and my question is, how do you guys go about deciding what, what where you're going to play your multi-platform games? Uh, sometimes I can stand in GameStop forever trying to decide. At least No Man's Sky is PS4 and PC right. <laughs> um, but I'm torn with Battleborn. Advice, please. Um, uh, I basically look at um, one whether there are technical difficulties with one version over another. So Dark Souls three, you probably best off getting on the PS4 because it, you know, it was technically superior to the Xbox One version. So I sometimes look at that. I do take to in, into consideration the the storage space that I have to deal with. I also look at what I got the previous games on. So if, for example, I had got... Uh, so I've got um, uh, Arkham Knight on Xbox. When the remaster comes out, I'll get that on Xbox because it matches. Um, so it's, yeah, because I'm, I'm weird like that. Okay, so we're literally just weird at this point because like yeah. none of those uh, made any sense to me, John. Well, that's uh, might not to you. Well, I mean, it. it, it, it truthfully, I, I don't... <sighs> I guess I, if you're I, a multi-plat owner, play where you enjoy playing. Oh, and uh, friends are a, friends are a big thing as well because yeah, I, you know where your friends are playing and where they're getting the game makes a big difference. It, it does, you know, it doesn't make a huge difference to me anymore because none of us play together anymore because we're too <laughs> damn busy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be real frank about that. Like, we all decided to opt into the division, the four of us that that that, that are playing it on Xbox. And, and granted, we've probably spent, I don't know, 25 to 30 hours together playing that game. And that's cool. But man, that's an anomaly. 
<laughs> so uh, I th- I think he already had the right idea. Um, you don't have to stress it too much. No, he, he's he's already being smart about it. He's looking into the technical side. He's looking at the things like, oh, does it have like mod or like extra DLC and stuff like that that he might be interested in. So look at it from multiple angles, right? Yeah. From me, prospectively, I always look at the single player campaign. If if I'm buying it for the single player, I always say, oh, which where does it technically perform better, right? Then I I buy it from that system. Where uh, whereas if I'm gonna play something like Battleborn, I think, oh, where are all my friends gonna play, or if they're gonna play at all. Uh, then at that mm-hmm. point, I'll say like, oh, my friends are going to want to play on PS4 or Xbox or PC or whatever, and I'll get it for that system, and then I'll coordinate with them to also do the same. But, um, yeah, that's that's, a, that's really it. What matters more to you? The performance, uh, the DLC, the exclusive or whatever thing. The controls, also a huge factor as well, if you like the Xbox One controller over the PS4, vice versa. So, yeah, just take into consideration multiple factors, see what weighs more heavily to you, and just make the choice. I think uh, I think you're already being smart about it, so you don't have to worry. Yeah, most people have like a preference. Yeah, definitely. like I know Drew is 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 very much like he enjoys playing in his PlayStation ecosystem, and that's where he buys most of his games. Uh, whereas I am more of an Xbox guy, so I mostly buy stuff on Xbox. Yep. I mean, it's there's no wrong answer. <laughs> no. Well, you you can buy you can buy uh, Bayonetta on PS3. That's the wrong. Answer. Well, I, we're we're speaking from a very <laughs> small like like today's technical differences between PS4 and Xbox One are nowhere near that no, no, level no. of problem. You're 100 percent right about that. Yeah. They're very very similar games. Yeah, like what are we talking? Two or three frames per second difference between these these versions nowadays. Mm, uh, Dark Souls yeah. Three on Xbox One and PS4 will perform and look just about the same. Yeah, there's some tearing here and there and whatever, but like from a, from a consumer and gamer perspective, if you're already going for that 30 frames per second, it doesn't matter. But obviously, 90 percent of the time, the multiplayer, I mean, the multi-platform game is going to look best on PC. That's why I'm mostly. That's that's what I'm games. saying. If you're if like seriously, guys, if you play console games and you want to argue about frame rates and resolutions, buy a fucking PC. Yep, that's <laughs> and win that's and win all of them exactly because Mostly. the PC is you know PCs like my three year old PC that I have that was old when I got it you know it wasn't like top of the line when I got it can still run most games at 1080p 60 mm-hmm. and that just shows you how like out of date the hardware for the Xbox One and the PS4 is very correct because there are very few games on Xbox One or PS4 that run at 1080p 60. Very few. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go to the Twitter. Wrap this bitch up. Put a bow on it. Uh, Brock says, "Is it too late to add fuck you, John, to my tweet?" <laughs> Never too late, friends. Never too. Nope. Late. Never too late. Uh, Creed says uh, the next Call of Duty game next year's will probably be a futuristic crossover of Call of Duty and Destiny. Ah, I would like to see that. <laughs> That'd be a crazy game, right? Yeah. I would love it. Uh, he also says, I'm so tired of space shooters, and I'm jonesing for a modern shooter comeback. <laughs> Man, we skipped right over the World War II stuff back to modern shooters, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Um, I know Jay answered this question more on Twitter, but this one came from Dave. He said, listening to the latest podcast, strongly disagree with you guys about Neo. Excellent alpha thus far, having beat it. 
Oh, yes, I, I spoke to him in length. He actually pointed out a couple of things that I didn't know about, which actually intrigues me to go back into the full game when it comes out. I don't take back the things that I've seen and that I've experienced, like the thing about having to rely on equipment drops so that you don't die in like one or two hits from enemies. That's dumb. Uh, I don't like the lock-on system. I think the stamina is kind of bad. I did see multiple enemies appear out of nowhere, which he's never seen and claims never have. But um, he makes some valid points about this, th- these things. And if you look at uh, if you look at it from a perspective of it's trying to be like Souls, but its own kind of thing. From that perspective, then I can kind of see it. I, I could have given a bit more time to it, gotten a bit more used to the combat because I only played maybe an hour or so, which isn't enough to get used to a brand new me- you know system with you know new mechanics and stuff. So I will try out the final build when it actually releases. Hey, I I will be happy to send it to you for review. Um, yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm. It, it, even if it is a Souls game, like yeah. I, I try to love the Souls games, but they don't love me. So one that's even more frustrating than those is definitely yeah. not for me. Yeah, I. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when the did they uh, put out a release date for this game yet? I don't think they have. I just think they've said 2016. So maybe it'll make this fall. Okay, if it does, either way, I'm interested in checking it out. Uh, Mookie says, I still don't care about 720p, 1080p, let alone 4K, as long as the games I want are playable, I'm satisfied. So put this to rest, shall we? Uh, and I would say, uh, if anyone from the crew mentions it, I say to you, fuck up, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's all you're going to get until E3. Oh man, it's just... It I I it makes me sad, because I think most people just forgot why we play games. It's not about P's and resolutions and that's depressing. Uh, more defense from John for John. Uh, Adam says, "Keep fighting, John. You make good points every show." Oh, uh, yes. yes, the American. He's, wrong, he's, but yeah. he's oh, okay. This next part's <laughs> kind of gross. He says, "Yes, the Americans on the show gang bang you often, but please <laughs> take it for us. Take oh, it, John. Oh, yeah, that you, sounds... you, you're fighting for the Brits, man. You're, take you're, it, the, man. you're their representative, so it does yeah. sound keep, wrong. Take it, John. Keep, keep on, keep on, keep on keeping on." Take, keep, keep on keeping on. Keep taking the gang bang, okay? Damn bricks. Yeah. So uh, he says, "I love how your email sounds like the the hatch computer from Lost. You got to clear it every 108 minutes, or the world will end." <laughs> yeah, that's your email, over. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It is terrible. I think I cleared out 300 this morning. Jesus. And that's like the weekend is a slow time for me. That's bonkers. Uh, Nivek says, I think a Mass Effect style Call of Duty could be interesting. Mm, yeah, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> well, I not with not as good no. a story. I'm sure, no. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Uh, Mookie says, getting Overwatch is the best decision I did. Damn right, Mookie. <laughs> uh, Sean has a follow-up to the email he sent. He said, to go along with the email I sent, Nintendo possibly going to carts again. Thoughts? Terrible move, in my opinion, if they do it. Carts? Yeah. Oh, I saw, yeah, I saw something. What, what, I didn't read up on the story. What's this about? I think there's a rumor floating around that the new NX doesn't use, like, disc media. It uses cartridge media. Which the actual is, fuck. Well, see, it, I think you're thinking of it from the wrong perspective. Cartridge media nowadays would be like a flash drive. 
Yeah, true. So it's not like they've got a big bulky cartridge or something. <laughs> no, that is that is very much true. You know, so and you, can, I, you can get 128 gig on those things. Now. Exactly. Oh, so like, so. how is that a bad thing? Like, don't we prefer SSD hard drives to actual disc spinning hard drives? Doesn't that make them faster? Yeah, well, SSD makes them more expensive to produce, though. They are. But if Nintendo has their own... Like, if you think about it, Nintendo's always had their own media for their systems. In most cases, yeah, those silly little discs for the Well, even the Wii discs are not traditional DVDs. Oh, no, that's true, yeah. That's why I couldn't play them. Exactly, that's why, like, pirates couldn't rip them and things like that, because Nintendo has always used their own kind of media. Are we talking about the regular Wii? The Wii and the Wii U, right? Didn't use traditional DVDs? No, they could could definitely rip the Wii. Well, eventually. Eventually they figured it out, but they weren't like you couldn't just throw them into a DVD ROM. No, it wasn't like the Dreamcast. Yeah. Well, Dreamcast even had its own. It was the GD-ROM, son. Yeah, but it was it was completely you know pirated. Like oh, the, the, the Dreamcast is the most yeah. piratable system ever made. It is. Let's pop that disc in. It was good to go. I don't know. I I kind of missed slapping a cartridge in a machine. I don't know. Uh, that's more for nostalgia. It is. It um, is. You know, we're we're living in the informational highway. Everything is downloaded. Everything is installed, and that's good in some ways. Like I, when I, I mean, I, I got my disc of Battleborn. Like that disc is doing nothing. You know, it's just there to let me know that oh, I bought the game, I guess. And then it installs like fifty gigs plus like a three gig update, and See, then that's it. That's where it runs from. I have I have a love hate relationship with discs. I like to have them because it makes me feel like I actually own something. <laughs> but I absolutely despise having to get up and put a disc in when I could just load it. If it was just a digital copy, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm very much a. It's I've just paid X amount of money for this. I I want something to show it, but then yeah, I'm lazy too. Yeah. I, I I'm not I'm not at that level of laziness yet. I don't I don't mind slapping on a new disc. What I do mind is the fact that my PS4 has a trouble ejecting discs nowadays. It's like a toss up whether it's going to eject a disc or I'm going to have to use a plier. To like pull it out slowly after like yank it out a little bit, so yeah, I have a problem with that. There's a way to manually eject the discs on your PS4. Yeah, I know, but they got You got to take the top off of it. And it's it po- it pops right off. It's just it's quick. No, what I mean is that when I press eject, it doesn't come out all the way. It just kind of comes out a little bit. Ooh. I just pull it out. That's it. It's, oh, it's that's that much. No. I had yeah, to, I've had to do not, that. It's not working as intended, but sometimes it works fine. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I've had to manually eject discs from both of my machines. The Xbox One, Xbox One's not as bad because all you got to do is have like a long um, paper clip, mm. and you can just push a button and it'll shoot the disc out. Whereas the PS4, you got to take the top off. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Dusk says, "I wish Nintendo would just make a Star Fox modeled after Mass Effect with epic space battles and good on foot missions." I don't think those characters can carry a story that massive. No, we Star Fox Adventures was a great game, but didn't carry a great story. No, uh, you need like if you're looking for like multifaceted characters and uh, char- like proper character development, and you're also thinking about like world building. Because if you think about like, do you really care about what world Star Fox takes place in? Do you mm, really? No, not, not really. No, I don't. Just I just, just like care that stuff. he's flying an R wing and doing barrel oh. rolls, dude. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I mean, there's potential if, like, let's say, Bioware decides to take it up. 
sure, I'll give it a look. But hey, outside of that, I don't I don't think it has much potential as an IP. It wouldn't be the first anthropomorphic animal that BioWare's made a game for. If you remember, they made a Sonic the Hedgehog game. Oh, they made that RPG game, right? Yeah, they did. They that did. did not do well, did it? No, it did not. <laughs> oh, um, he also says, I never got around to the Onimusha series. I was hoping for a trilogy HD edition of anything. Oh, I would love that so much. I would too, and I wouldn't put it past Capcom, because remember Capcom said they were focusing on HD remasters? Mm-hmm. I w- that's the one they need to do. That and Power Stone are the two that I would really love to see. Power Stone, not so much for me. I never got into the the hype of it too much. It I had a lot of fun days. with the second one. Yeah. Multiplayer, like with four friends. That was that was super fun. Can you, can you get four friends together regularly to play that game at this point in your life? Though? Online, bitches. Online, I don't know. I totally, I would totally take an Onimusha first, though. I love yeah, the yeah. Onimusha games. And remember, Jean Renault was in the third one. He was, and he was great. Yes. God, I love those games. Uh, Dusk also says we need more Jay on the podcast. Hello, Malay gang. Say. Which is which is his command? <laughs> his next tweet says, "Is there a worse sequel than Lords of Shadow 2? Yeah. God, that game! Yeah, it, there's. Oh, it, it, it's. I don't think that's a, it's a terrible game. I just think it's super disappointing. Like super, super disappointing after the first one. Yeah. I'm trying to think though if there's a game that had a worse sequel. <laughs> I saw the, um, what did I see the other day on Steam? The uh, first game, uh, Lords of Shadow, for, <gasps> for on sale for like 75% off, and I nearly bought it. But oh I didn't. my god, that, I love Lords of Shadow. I just had to think whether I'd play it that much, and whether the PC port was any good. Oh, it was fantastic. Games of that. Oh, was it really? Yeah, uh, I reviewed it. Oh, wait. I reviewed it. Oh, um, okay. Uh, the PC port's phenomenal. Yeah, it's always hit and miss when you get games of that age. Yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah, that one was really good. Uh, speaking of, like, War Seekers, you can think of games like Duke Nukem Forever. Well, that's, that's kind a of a... That's a special case, though. Like, that game... That game was made over, like, what, like, 18 years or something? <laughs> How about Bomberman X Zero? Ooh, that's pretty, um, that's a pretty bad game. Yeah, mm, I I'm lucky enough that I have never played that game. Do not ever play that game. I I want <laughs> I love Bomberman, but yeah, I I don't think I could ever reduce myself to. I I to actually that. played it, and it's it's bad. It's real bad. It's yeah. real bad. Um, he says, name some three to five gems from NES you love that no one talks about much. I say Goonies 2, Solomon's Key, Fixa- was it, was it Faxanadu, uh, Sweet Home, and Little Nemo. Yeah, I don't know about any of those games. I was, um, I was, I didn't get many games as a child in Nintendo. Like, I would get one game a year, and I was lucky to have it. So, I'll tell you yeah, a really. I can't say uh, any gems. Um, I can think of one, uh, and and it's back in the day because, like you, I didn't get a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I, I rented a lot of games from like the grocery store and the oh, video you're store. Lucky, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah, um, but there was a game for the NES that I played called North versus South, hmm. and it wouldn't fly today, 
because it was a uh, you know Civil War game, <laughs> but it was um, it was like a strategy game, kind of like an Advance Wars, and I love that damn thing, and I've never heard anybody else talk about it. It yeah, was, this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, it was. It was. Was it, was it, was it openly racist? Though? No, 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 no. It wasn't like there was like slaves or anything. <laughs> you know, slaves it wasn't. are the ultimate commodity that you fight for. Yeah, like that wasn't your like currency. Like, did you get enough slaves to build this? Stand? You know, <laughs> no, no. It wasn't like that. It was just sure. yeah. But no, I I really enjoyed that game, and I'm trying to think if there was anything else on the NES that I that I like. Most of the stuff I fell in love with wasn't popular when I played it. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody knew what the hell Mega Man was the first time I played it. Uh, after Mega Man 1, everyone knew what Mega Man was. But that's when I played it, was the first one. Okay. Like, somebody told me I had to play it, and then I was actually... It was actually a, a time when I was getting a game. Mm-hmm. Like, one of those rare six-month occasions where you actually get a game. And somebody said, you need to play this game. So, I went to... I believe it was Hills at the time, which doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> And I was digging through the games, and I found the box for it, and I'm looking at it going, I don't want to buy this. This looks like shit. <laughs> the legendary Mega Man box. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. remember looking at the box. I'm like, oh, my God, this this doesn't look. Because, you know, that's what we based it on back then. Yeah. You look at the box, you're like, does this look cool? No, this does not look cool. <laughs> the, was Nintendo Power a thing during Nintendo, like super, like regular Nintendo days? It was. It was, right? Yeah. Okay. But I guess we didn't have a subscription then. No, yeah, I didn't. I didn't even know it existed. Like, <laughs> it's weird to think of a time when you're that out of touch with information. Kids today have no idea. Yeah. What that's like. Like, even once I've discovered magazines, it was like a 30-day wait between information. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just crazy to me now because if you think about it, we know. Like, like for example, when Prince died, we knew within like 30 seconds. Basically, yeah. You wouldn't have known many years ago, maybe for days. And that's crazy. That's, yeah, that's we instead of not not even the fact that we get information so fast as it happened, we get information before it happens because yeah. rumors is popping out everywhere. Yeah, we knew about the new Call of Duty, and if you go back to those days, you might not have known about it till it was on the store shelf. Basically, think about that. Crazy world we're living. Now. Let's talk about let's let's become those guys and get off my lawn. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, he says. Speaking of Solomon's Key, damn, that's a great game. I would love to see a spiritual successor or straight up sequel. Wasn't Solomon's Key kind of like a Zelda? I don't I don't remember that game well enough to know. I don't. I don't remember these games. I only played like my Mario, my Zelda, my Mega Man games for Nintendo. And that was I, it. I totally played Goonies too. I mean, it was fucking Goonies. I, I wanted to know how the story wrapped up in the sequel. And I'm sure it came to a thrilling and satisfying conclusion as you hoped. I kicked a lot of rats. Nice. And just ran, like the movies. And ran from the Fratellis. Which is just like the movies. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Plo617 says, After watching Civil War, I went to GameStop and picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. I'm playing with the family. It's awesome. Yeah, that, I, that's the game that I really want to play, but we'll never get a chance to now because it's never going to be backwards compatible. So. You don't know that. They just re-released it on uh, 360. 
with all the DLC? I thought there was. I thought that there was an issue that they pulled all of the they Marvel did. games. They did, but they're back up. Oh, uh, I bought it okay. when they first put it back up because it was ten bucks. It's on sale this week too. Uh, it's an Activision sale, I think. And uh, that's on Xbox. Yeah, Xbox 360, Marvel Ultimate Alliance One and Two are available. And if you buy the digital version of Two, you get all the DLC that came with it. Oh, I might have to have a little look. Yeah, I bought it uh, back when they first reissued it for like ten bucks, and and exactly for the reason that you're talking about, that hoping that it would become backwards compatible. Maybe hmm. you know, Civil War's out. Maybe they're working on getting them backwards compatible. Hey, you know, would be nice. I'd play it again. That was a fun game. Yeah, so again, one of those games I just would like to play. Um, I played the first one, but apparently the second one's a lot better. Second one's a very different, better game. Yeah. Uh, Dust says the Dark Souls board game on Kickstarter looks sick. Then you know, get it a vitamin. Oh, what am I called? Um, <laughs> I, I, I had a question about that. Did they get the licensing from from Soft to make it like affiliated with the Dark Souls series? It's a good question. I don't Is that know. legal? If they didn't, sounds like something that they'll put a. <laughs> You know, like you think, on. right? Yeah, that you can't make like a like a Halo board game with that. You know, the 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 okay for Microsoft, they'll take that shit down instantaneously. Yeah, so, I don't I don't know if they got the license for it or not. I don't know anything about it. Oh, uh, I hope they did because um, Dark Souls board game sounds awesome. Yeah. Do you just get kicked in the nuts every time you roll like a two? <laughs> I, I don't know the specifics, but I know I know your experience with Dark Souls games might have you feel that way. <laughs> just yeah, what, what it was the joke that somebody made? It's like you don't win; you just get a little bit worse every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, Plo six one seven says start an alien isolation the other day. It's so awesome and frustrating at the same time. Yep. Yeah, that, that game is, is exactly the way I would describe that. Game. Uh, that and overly long. Yeah, it's really too long. Yeah, they, that they game should have been game that game should have been like six to eight hours. Oh man, I would love that game to be six hours. It yeah, such a good playthrough. And it was it was what, like twenty to twenty five. <laughs> twenty hours. <laughs> That's like barely counting the amount of times you would die too. Yeah, no shit, right? There's yeah. a lot of insta death in that game until you get the flamethrower. Then it kind of becomes a joke. Which is a really silly thing, but it is what it is. Um, he also says all story focused games need a previously on feature to remind you of what you were doing for those long breaks <laughs> away from them. Yeah, mm, that's, that's become that's a terrific idea. It is. I yeah. I really enjoy those previously ons. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, and finally he says, anyone find it really hard to get into other games before an anticipated release? Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel you at 100%. Yeah. Because we're, we're always looking for that unreachable thing. We put it on a pedestal so high that everything else in between seems lesser. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's like a thing in our in our brains, like hardware. We always go for that. It's almost like the concept of the forbidden apple tastes sweetest. It's not just the forbidden, it's just the unattainable, right? Yep. Uh, it's, it's the same concept. But yeah. you, you feel like you yeah. don't want to play anything but that game. Yeah. I get that constantly, like... I Doom, right, Ken? Well, Doom, right now, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's but there there have been many times where I'm like anticipating a game that's coming out in the next I don't know week or two, and I'm trying to fill my time with all these other games that I've put in my backlog, 
And I'm just like, I don't want to play this right now because I only want to play is this. And I can't play this because it's not out yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, last tweet comes from HD8. Biddy says, can't wait for Uncharted. No midnight launch at the local store, though. Is pre-order culture ending or is it going to Amazon Prime? Uh, you get discount for Amazon Prime, don't you? Yeah. But I don't think it's ending necessarily. I think it's more becoming digital. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm admittedly I'm getting the a physical copy due to the fact that I've got the the statue edition. So that was the only way to get that, obviously. Um, but I won't be going to the launch simply because I have work. Yeah, I, the last midnight launch I went to was Mortal Kombat X. And I usually do it for Mortal Kombat, but I don't usually do it for any other game. Uh, speaking of uh, this idea of pre-ordering and the physical and digital aspect of it, how do you guys feel about the fact that when you, whenever you basically pre-order a digital game or you pre-order a physical game, you basically pay the exact same price? How do you feel about the fact that you're basically not getting the same amount of content? I'm uh, not the content, but like the actual stuff that you're getting is much less, right? Yeah, you're not getting a cage, you're not getting a disc, mm. you're not getting all this other stuff. That's, and you're also you're losing the ability to trade exactly, in. The ability to trade yeah, in, yes. Yeah. Should it I be think, much cheaper? Like, I, I think, think it should definitely be that, cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. But you've also got to uh, take into consideration that both Microsoft or platform holders can't piss off retail too much because they do have a lot of power. So by reducing the cost... I mean, if you take out shipping from, you know, plant to all of the different shops that yeah. they ship to, it must cost them an absolute fortune. So you think, well, they could easily shave maybe five, ten dollars off the cost of a, a game digitally, but that pisses off retail partners who sell your consoles. So you've kind of got to keep up with them. I think it's the reason why we're seeing really good sales now. I mean, in the UK, at least, we've got a current sale on where you can get uh, this massively wide range of games for less than £16, which is about $20, including the uh, Heavy Rain and Beyond bundle, Borderlands. You know, there's some good games on there, really cheap. I think it's because they've had their moment in retail, and that's not going to piss off the retailers too much. But I have to think... That's one of the reasons why you don't see... You don't even see... In some cases, it's more expensive on the store in the UK, at least. Really? Yeah, well, because they don't... Uh, the digital stores, Sony and Microsoft, still haven't gotten good about dropping price. Yeah, it's the same exact price whenever whether you want to pre-order on... Uh, actually, it's actually technically, technically more, I suppose. I mean, you can't pre-order digital copies of a game on Amazon Prime, you know? No. You can only copy the physical one, so I mean, if you're going that route, the physical one's cheaper, even with all the extra bells and whistles attached. I I don't understand pre-ordering a digital game. I um, I just I mean, unless you're going to do it the night before to preload it. No, like, the preloading, uh, pre- the exclusive stuff, and that the, they throw the in. bonus. They always give bonus, but it's always shit, John. We know it is. Well, yeah, apparently um, it is. Uh, although appara- um, Ratchet and Clank pre-ordered that and you got the bouncer weapon exclusive to the pre-order, which apparently is one of the better weapons most people have said. So, But yeah, most of the time it's a skin, it's extra XP, it's a weapon, it's nothing that's... 
yeah, it's it's nothing that's really that important. I think the biggest factor is the preloading, and you can leave it up until you know if it's a a big game, maybe a day before it comes out, and you'll still be fine. <laughs> I, I have a I have a up to the minute update before we close the show out. Sure, our awesome. buddy our buddy is out of the hospital. Ah, oh, fantastic! Great I hope he's you. listening to this. Yes, and I hope he's doing well. Yes. So I just got a text like literally two seconds ago. I'm sure the listeners are happy to hear that as well. Yes. So. If they made it this far in the show, you know, we, we never know. There's no way to gauge how long they listen to us ramble on and be stupid. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like a YouTube video where you can find that out, right? Yeah. And if I, I mean, I guess if I uploaded it to YouTube and everybody watched it there, I could do that. But yeah, who's got who's got the time? No, no, no one. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's, that is it. That is all the tweet. Yeah. If you want to shoot us an email, send us to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, you can do that at N4G Podcast. Listen to the birds chirp as John goes outside. Yeah, my bad. I'll just put that on. It's a Disney princess. It's yes, the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I've got <laughs> glooming. I've got glooming clouds and dark si- dark skies outside. Like it's getting ready to rain. We've yeah. got we've got blue. It's been the hottest day of the year so far in the UK. It's beautiful blue skies. Yeah. Lovely. It was. What was that? What was that tagline that you had to put? Was it something? Something John? I don't. know. Screw you, John. Was it? Fuck you, John. Fuck you. Oh, uh, fuck you, John. Yeah. There or you go. or yeah. shut up, John. That's that's Justin's line. Yeah. Anyway, you can follow us individually on Twitter. Um, John is at John WUK. Uh, Jay is at BottersideJ, and you can follow me and the site at ZTGD. Um, I tell you to check out Phoenix Down, but for the love of God, they can't get Amalor going. <laughs> it's been what three really? weeks. Uh, I know Jay and Drew did an intermission episode for Friday. Yeah, we did. So, uh, are they stuck in the game or something? Uh, no, just uh, the person playing with Drew has yeah, not... Yeah, Matt's, uh, Matt's been very busy uh, with work and etc. It's been very hectic for him, so yep. hopefully they'll get back on track uh, next week, but you never know. Yeah, so Amalore has literally had one episode, and that's it. <laughs> well, that sounds about the story of its life. Yeah, of four weeks and only one episode. And, uh... Fucking Doom's out this week. That's all that matters. That's it. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Show. <laughs> Over. Bye. Show. Bye-bye. Done.